Bugs Life and Ants. Both of those were bad. And they're oh, obvious. Ants at DreamWorks? Ants was DreamWorks. And Bugs Life was like the worst Pixar. I'm sorry, but if anyone likes... I mean, granted, I don't know. Have you seen Cars 2 or 3? I haven't. I refused. So maybe they're the Also, worst. I didn't see The Last... The Little Dinosaur? The Last yeah. Dinosaur? Denver, The Last Dinosaur? He's my friend and a whole lot more. Don't you Denver. No. Denver's awesome. You keep Denver out of this conversation. Denver is a truly amazing He's dinosaur. Your friend and a whole lot more. I did not give you that thing. I don't need things work or make sense. I say we make this podcast entirely wireless. As in, like, data just transmits through the brain. This ain't cyberpunk. I don't have that implant. I just want the implant that lets me see Keanu anywhere. And you could tell me I'm doing my best. That I'm fantastic. Breathtaking. He says that to everyone. I want to hear fantastic from him. It won't happen. But I'd still like to hear it. Alright. You know the other thing I'd like to hear? What's that? A lot less Christmas carols. Oh. Alright, boys. We got two two <laughs> trials today. I keep forgetting my off. super sour I know. fizz bombs. Even though I've eaten a couple this week because they're painful but tasty. Alright. The thing about these is <clears throat> I honestly have no idea what they are other than it says Tohato caramel corn on it. And there's a 10% somewhere on there. Wait. And there's three of something. Yeah, I, you know, I see what looks like to be nuts of some kind in here. Um, but yeah, the, the back doesn't even have, like, what it, it, it says fried corn snack. Great. That's all it <clears throat> says. Wait, I thought you said it's caramel corn. Front says caramel corn. The English label for the nutritional facts. It's fried? It says fried corn snack. Caramel corn shouldn't be fried. It should be popped. They look like corn puffs of some kind. Is that like... Oh, okay. It looks like honey smacks. Tastes lightly sweet. Lightly sweet corn puffs. Puffs. It looks like somebody got confused on making Cheetos. They got halfway to it and didn't know, oh, cheese flavor. Yeah, those are fine. I was expecting weirder. So what's the 10%? Dude, I don't know, man. It's 10% more awesome. I just have to look, because it shows a picture of what looks to be peanuts on the front mixed in with, or is that just, like, advertising, right? That looks like a peanut on the in mixed in with the... That says there are three almonds in there. It said peanuts or almonds, because... So on one hand, this dude, the cartoon dude, looks like a peanut. Okay. But that kind of looks, well, almondy on that one. And this one looks like coffee beans. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like a nut. I can do, I, I'm fine with it. I can, I didn't see any peanuts in there. I know, I shook it around <clears> like <throat> the, like the, bo- uh, the box of cereal. 
Well, there are only three of them, though. Ah, uh, only three nuts total? Yeah, so they you, sink to the bottom. So it's like <clears> the, the, the prize in the cereal. You pour out the whole box, and then you get the toy, and then your mom gets mad at you because you poured <clears> out the box. Don't worry, I put back all the crappy cereal. I just kept the marshmallows. Okay, yeah. That tastes like coffee flavored. Smells like espresso powder has been poured on it. Yeah, it's 10%. With three coffee beans. Okay, I was expecting weirder for those, but they're both they're both good. I have no complaints about either of those being, you know... I could snack on these. Uh-huh. I would not snack on them, like, during a full-on snack time, like watching football, because they would clash with anything else. Yes. Like, if you've got some chips and salsa, you've no, got, like, some peanuts, some almonds, and then you got these. You dip them in salsa. Ooh. Salsa coffee. Yeah. That's subtle com- combination of tomatoes and coffee. Ooh. That's what we're all hoping for. It's like a tomato latte. Next time you get your Starbucks, ask your barista <laughs> for the, the limited edition tomato latte. So, my coffee maker, my espresso maker, you could put anything into the automatic milk frother. You could put whole milk, skim milk, anything in between. You could do almond milk, soy milk, uh, cashew milk. What about oat milk? Oat milk. I like doing eggnog. Eggnog does pretty good, where you froth it up in there. Make yourself a nice little eggnog latte or... Or a chai with eggnog. It's kind of good. I'm wondering about tomato bisque. Tomato bisque. Make my tomato latte. There you go. All right, Kevin. Homework for next week. You, uh... I'm going to make my tomato latte. And you... So what... Half-calf. Okay, yeah. Uh, extra dry. Okay. I want more foam to my bisque. Sure, sure. A little bit of nutmeg, a little cinnamon, lemon zest, and whipped cream, of course. Uh, lots of whipped cream. You need whipped cream. And you need chocolate slivers on top as well, because it's not a ridiculous coffee drink unless it has some candy on it. Hot, not iced. It's fine. Because you don't get the proper frothing if you try and ice a hot one, sure. like you end up... All right. I don't drink coffee very much on occasion. I but you are one. hungry for one after the tomato latte. No, um, I, I tried the. Uh, they had the uh, Irish cream cold brew at at the at the Starbucks, um, which was pretty pretty tasty. I did the nitro cold brew, which is Ooh. apparently much smoother and uh, not quite as bitter. And I will say it, it <clears> is <throat> from you know my limited experience with coffee. The cold brew nitro stuff is very smooth doesn't have that back-biting acidity that normal coffee can have. And the sweet cream is very tasty as well. We've All been the- having something that I think you would enjoy, because it has a lot of the characteristics of a good coffee, but it gets rid of any of like the bitterness and the astringency. Bree's been trying to cut a lot of caffeine out. Crazy, I know. Nice. But she's been trying Boss. So Boss is a red tea. Mm-hmm. And it's a red tea that isn't actually, like, tea tea, you know? It's kind of like Szechuan peppercorns are not actually peppercorns. Yeah. So, the Boss, if you use it as an espresso, so it's little tea leaves that they've cut down to the right size that you could tamp down into an espresso uh, porta filter. Mm-hmm. It comes out really smooth. 
it has kind of that richness of a coffee, kind of that earthiness, but no bitterness, no astringency, no caffeine, which is kind of crazy. But makes up a really good latte, like just really warm, comforting, no like bite to it type of thing you could drink before bed and get kind of that steam milk sleepiness from it, but also have a little bit of richness to it. Some I've, I heard <clears throat> the Giant Bone guys talking about yerba mate being an alternative to caffeine. Has anyone here done a yerba mate? I've never, but I was just wondering if the, the world had... No? Okay. There we go. Nope. No? Kombucha? Anybody? I'm not... I'm trying I have either. had kombucha. Uh-huh. It tastes like vinegary, rotten, spoiled miscellaneous fruit juice. Okay. So a lot of people like calling it for a long time. It was mushroom tea. It didn't have mushrooms and it wasn't tea. It's pretty much you take some fruit juice and you kind of let it ferment. You can do some tea in it, Mm -hmm. but it's not much tea usually. And just, it's the same as taking wine and letting it ferment into vinegar, but it's juices that you ferment. It's like drinking diluted vinegar. Okay. You could do a lot better with your choices. Sure. And there are no health benefits. Okay. Everyone likes being a hippie about it, going like, oh, it'll make you healthy. It won't. Good to know. My coworker, who is vegetarian, uh-huh. she was making her own kombucha, and one day, coming into work, her thermos of kombucha did not keep its seal correctly. And spilled all over her backpack, and our office stunk of vinegary death. Uh Uh-huh. Fuck kombucha. Okay. Tastes like bad grief. Yeah. Okay. That's a good good description of it. I'm glad to have had this conversation, because I've always looked at it in stores randomly and been like, should I try this? And then, now that I have a basis for what what to expect from it, I will pass. Thank you, gentlemen. You have educated me this day. Speaking of education... Dan, why don't you educate our listeners about the latest in Toya? There's a lot of Toya. Uh-huh. <coughs> who's, who's been added to the family since uh, last we spoke? Too many. <laughs> Too many. Uh, I got an Amazon exclusive C-3PO and Chewbacca. It's C-3PO in, in Empire Strikes Back where he's all in pieces. And you can take off his arms and legs. And he has these little things you put <coughs> in there so it looks like he's got wires. And he comes with a hairnet. And he comes with the hairnet cargo sack, which is the, the most unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, it looks quite unwieldy. You. This thing looks like it was it was bought for like a dollar, <laughs> if that. And like, it's so hard to fucking put shit in. Then it goes over. Goes over Chewbacca. Goddamn Chewbacca. Yep. I, I gotta ask, Nick, have they done a version of Chewy with the uh, with the bowcaster before? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because that one now has the normal blaster that he had in Empire. So, but yeah, Chewy, he's your friend and mine. He's a big boy. Just Chewy is losing it looks, shit. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, I, I got it. Because the three PO comes apart <clears throat> in pieces. That's pretty cool. coming <laughs> Chewy's bandolier does not want to stay on. Anyway, we got yeah. problems over here. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars figures, I got an email this week <laughs> from Sideshow Collectibles telling me that my Luke Skywalker Deluxe Version 6 scale figure will be arriving into their warehouse in approximately five days. That was yesterday. My final payment is scheduled for Wednesday, December 18th, and they told me to review my information to make any changes prior to the 17th. 
Cause, have you? Yeah, I haven't. Made, I don't <coughs> need to make any changes. Cause have you reviewed them? I have. This is Luke Skywalker, the figure I ordered back in March. He's also three months late. Yes, he is three months late. Is uh, it a Kickstarter? No. This oh is, wait, no. Kickstarters are like usually three years late. Yeah, this is sideshow. This is what they do. I mean, speaking of delays, the Dan let me know. Unfortunately, Bakugo has been pushed out from Figma. Till January, you said, Dan? Is that the current? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Deku still on track to release this month? Because it is now the 14th of December. Where did you order it from? Uh, Big Bad Toy Store. Oh, because I, I got it from... I pre-ordered it from Amiami. Um, <coughs> they sent me a message. Okay. So. I have not received a message from Big Bad Toy Store about either of them. So. I feel like they don't. Normally. They did for the, the Ninja Turtles, which was weird. The well, maybe they will. Turtles in Time one, so... I also got a Purge Trooper... I paid too much for this guy. I paid $35 for a $20 figure, but this guy is exclusive with the Jedi Fallen Order uh, Game pre-order, pre-order console edition because yeah. it's only in GameStop. And then they sold it for like one day online and it's like super like sold out. So I was like, I want to purge Trooper, so I guess I'll get him. I'm not super happy with him other than he looks cool. But he does look cool. He's just got He's got the little skirt thing from the Clone Troopers. And he doesn't come with a stick. No. He just comes with two blasters. He doesn't come with any of the, the weapons that they had. Weren't there... There was ones with <coughs> others than the... There was the one with the two yeah, sticks. Yeah, the stick. And, and then, then there was one the, with baton, the, the yeah. bow staff, right? Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure. So he doesn't come with any yeah. of those. Third party! Oh, you just killed Chewie. Third party, Dan. You'll find somebody <laughs> on the internet is going, Jesus Christ, 3PO. You're a mess. I mean, he is a mess. And he's and he's not the most posable figure, because no, it's weird. All of these troopers, especially the clone troopers, there's there's two kinds of elbows that they do. They all have an elbow pad, and some of them can really go all the way, or bend their arm all the way, and some of them that elbow pad gets in the way. I have no idea why they have two separate designs for the same thing, especially when they reuse so much stuff. Yeah. But even the clone trooper, the clone trooper commander guys that I have, mm-hmm. some of them can do this. And some of them can bend even more. I have no idea. I'll tell you what it is. You ever have tennis elbow? It hurts. You can't really... It's a genetic lottery for those figures. And, you know... But they're clones! These are plastic clones. Are we talking about nature versus nurture? See, some of the clones grew up Mm -hmm. in more affluent of families. Therefore, they played more tennis, got tennis elbow, and, well, they got fucked. So, technically, I have three figures from a video game. Yeah. I have Cal, I have Second Sister. Mm-hmm. From a single video game. I guess I have wow. BD. <clears throat> BD I was going to say, you got plenty of, you got a couple of Fortnite figures in there, too. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. I have three Fortnite figures. Why? Cause they're I could explain one of them. That turntable looks really cool with Cyclops. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Because he's kicking out his yeah, and jams. You're, and you're going to add another one eventually, whenever he shows up in stores or available yeah, to order. They made one where he's just, it's just a big banana. Like, it's just a big banana guess, with arms and legs. Guess his name, Kevin. Big banana? His name is Pee-wee. I'd go with Ben. I ben the big banana. Most of my toys are very serious. Like, there's not, like, happy toys here. They're all about to ready to fight stuff. I'm going to say Hulk looks pretty happy <laughs> holding Jean Grey's head like that. Hulk's like, I'm having the time of my life. But the big banana man will be pretty funny. Yeah. That's it for my Hey, toys. Gizmo Duck. He's happy. Oh, yeah. I like Gizmo. Blathering Blatherskite. And 
Also, Cade Six is happy. Oh, I forgot you got the Cade Six. <laughs> but he's dead. Yep, Dan is carrying a dead man. He has a dead man in his collection. You know what, Joker? Yeah. He's usually pretty happy. He's a happy sort of guy. He's happy in wrong ways. Batman's always happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's just a ray of sunshine on a cloudy day. Yeah. When he's beating up people, he's like, I'm very happy. Of course, R two D two. Ooh, if you knew what he was saying, fuck, he is anger incarnate. He's like, fuck this guy, fucking Jawas. I'm a droid. It's my word. It's not your word. No, he's just he's just really communist. He's always talking about the (laughs) the manifesto, the manifesto, (laughs) the proletariat, and like, uh, and like, you know, capitalism like makes you a slave, right? Except, don't get him start about Jawas, because that gets racist as shit. Because you're just going to find nobody. Nobody (laughs) likes Jawas. (laughs) That's racist. Not racist. I'm just telling universal truths of a galaxy far, far away. Truth be told, even the Jawas hate themselves. That's why they're always. How do Jawas reproduce? I don't know. I'm sorry. I should have not said. You you take that you take that robe off. They're hung. I'm just going to say it. They're hung. Hung Jawas. Hung Jawas. They're gonna take their sand crawler and go into somebody's beggar canyon. I hate it. I did it. I hate it all. I ruined the podcast again. Good night, everyone. Good night and good luck. <laughs> good night and Godspeed. Good night and fuck off. So, John. Yes, Dan. What can I do for you today? about your computer machine. Oh, yes. That, I played the game of <coughs> try to get a package delivered one day, pay UPS <coughs> for a delivery window so that it'll show up when you're actually here. And then get an email from them that night saying, oh, by the way, it's not being delivered that day. We're going to deliver it the next day. And then me going, well, fuck you. And then, of course, being the next day being like, all right, computer's getting here today. When's it getting here? When's it getting here? So I have a new computer. It is another in the Cyber Power PC line. Um, although this one just says Edge when I boot it up on the screen. I guess that's the line of this type of computer that I got. So one might say you're a edge lord. I'm an edge lord. It's like a series, a series of PCs. <clears throat> yes, Dan. It's a series of products. Yeah. That is part of a line of products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a computer tower. Sounds rather extreme. Mm-hmm. But yes, I got a new PC. It has a lot of RAM in it. And the first thing I did when I got my new PC <clears throat> is I opened it up and put in two hard drives because. It only came with a 500 gigabyte. Well, I should say I chose for it to come with just a 500 gigabyte SSD or an N2 M2 drive. You could kind of buy hard drives typically cheaper than what you could get installed already. Cyberpower is pretty and good, pretty on par, but I had already considering it's Black Friday and all of that recently. Like I got, I ended up getting a two terabyte Samsung uh, SSD. That for like two twenty, I think it was, because it was that's cheap for a two terabyte drive. Um, you pretty much double in cost when you go in, when you go to the next size up, which is the four terabytes. I almost bought an M two yesterday. I found a two terabyte M two for two hundred and four ninety nine. They have, so and they- I came so close until I realized one important thing. I have an SSD regular like SATA drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a 500 gig. And then I also have a 3 terabyte platter drive sitting in my studio in boxes, waiting. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing next week. Putting in PC parts. That's always fun. Um, 
so yeah, the 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 good thing about this the buying it pre-made is that they do an excellent job of routing all the wires and stuff. The 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 flip side of that is that it makes me adding components a, take a little bit more effort um, because they take all of the cables and they wrap them up in zip ties. So I had to snip a zip tie to get the power cables for the SATA drives uh, loose. And then there was just a little, you know, wiring, um, you know, challenge because the SATA ports for the, the motherboard I have are fairly close to the graphics card. Um, so I ended up having to pop out the 2080 that's in there because it's a big, beefy card, and then p- plug in the SATA ports. And once I did that, close up the case, boot it up, everything's fine. So That's the main reason. Also, I didn't get that 2-terabyte M2 drive. Mm-hmm. I have two M2 slots. One is under the video card, mm-hmm. and one is under the CPU cooler. Yeah. Guess what I don't like to do? No. Um, this this case that I got seems to be pretty well um, thought out for where they put everything. One of the M2 slots is just above the video card, so you can still see it, and it doesn't look like it's too hard to access. And then the other one is below it, so um, <coughs> if I do end up getting another M2 drive and popping it in there, it won't be too difficult to, to get that going and into the drive. So it should be all right. I'm not too concerned because now I have... Because I took the two terabyte as the new drive, but then I also took the um, the one terabyte SSD, the Western Digital I'd gotten a few years back, and put that in the other SATA slot. Um, the motherboard itself has the, the the back plate for the SSDs, but I didn't want to use those because they were the cables were all routed over those those slots, so I just throw them into the two hard drive bays that they have on that thing. Um, cases used to come with a lot of screws and stuff. They don't really do that anymore, so it's a little difficult to get the get that stuff working for you. So um, I was lucky enough that I actually have a spare set of um, cable or screws that I bought, um, so I was actually able to screw everything in. I think I had that problem when I bought that last SSD or got that last SSD, and then um, I went out and bought like a thing from one of, from Fry's of all places. If you need screws, go to Fry's. They've they've got those at least. That's about all they got. For now. For now, yeah, until they close down. Who knows what's going to happen. It's the thing I like about my uh, case. No screws, because everything comes with, like, easy snap-like mm-hmm. connectors. Yeah, yeah, the move to, like, snap stuff and the big screws in the case wall. It's like for hard drives, <laughs> there's these trays. You just grab two little pincher things, you pull the yeah. tray out. And then if you have a regular hard drive, you just kind of, you pull it, like, bend it like you're kind of peeling something, and you pop out this little inner part. Or if you have, like, an SSD, you peel it and just put the SSD in there, and then stop, like, peeling it apart, and just, like, goes into the screw holes and holds it. Yeah, that's what this is. I didn't need the little cage for the SSDs. It just had the holes on the little slide-in drive bays, so I just used those. Um... I will say this is the first desktop PC I've ever bought that doesn't have an optical drive in it. Um, But those are so useful. Like, I remember building my computer. It has an optical drive, and I've used it three times since building my computer about three and a half years ago. I will say, as somebody who recently uh, digitized my entire movie collection, the, the optical drive, and I was planning on doing my music next... Um, I'm, I might think about just buying one of those cheap external drives just so I can do it. Um, cause I don't, well, 
I do still have a laptop that has an optical drive, but I don't think that's very fast. So I would probably use that get a, just get one of those you know USB drives and play. Yeah, it. USB three. Like considering all you're doing is ripping music, music buy one sure. of those, yeah. and it's going to be like twenty bucks. And yep. then when you're done with it, if you lose it, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I'm very happy with it so far. I haven't. I booted up uh, this morning. I booted up in game news. I uh, I downloaded the RTX Quake Two uh, demo that they have on Steam, and you have ray tracing. It had ray tracing. Um, it's kind of crazy to look at that game with the real time <clears throat> lighting effects that are happening on those big blocky textures. Um, but then I also remembered that that game is. How old now? Are we over 20 years? Oh, the, I want to say that Quake 2? Yeah. Uh, that was before we were in... 1998? Uh, 98? Okay. Like, I want to say, if that came out when we are in college, like, it we're was right brand new, if not before we were in college. Quake 2. Because that game is, like, easily 21. I'd say more than 21 years 97. old. 97. So, yeah, yeah. we're, we're a, little over, a little over 20 years. Um... Yeah, so I, I just wanted to try something else out with RTX. I was planning on looking at Control, since I have heard that the ray tracing in that is super impressive. Um, but I, <clears throat> it was Epic was having issues with their authentication this morning, because they're running a Star Wars event today, and it's Fortnite-related. So, of course, they're going to get hammered with millions of people trying to sign Star into their Wars? service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so Twitch gave me a notification, which I'm used to getting notifications saying, "Hey, this streamer that you follow, usually it's a speedrunner, is doing some speedrun." And it's like Twitch notification: Fortnite All Star All Stars is showing off like Star Wars footage, and it's like that's what they did. I didn't sign up. I don't. I don't want that notification. Yeah, they were showing off new footage from the new movie. Which is like a week away, folks. So also, we've had enough footage. We're at the point where it's like we're close enough and had enough footage. Mm-hmm. How about don't show anything else? Because we're at an era where we are really good at putting fucking spoilers in all of the footage we show for things. Mm-hmm. Maybe chill out a week away. Because mm-hmm. hopefully we haven't seen spoilers. But wait until it's like ends up like seeing C-3PO's eyes turn red. Yeah. That was the big spoiler all along. He was Darth Jar Jar the whole time. Yeah, it, it was It was weird. Shoutouts to Mandalorian <laughs> saying yeah. Gungan. Oh, yeah. The that, guy exists. that guy was yeah. racist as fuck where he's like, he's a bounty hunter. Well, it is Bill Burr. Yeah. Not my most favorite person. No. I just, I just think he's like low-rent Dennis Leary. Yeah. Although, you know I mean, what? I have found some of his stuff yes. funny, yeah. but also he's like one of those comics that's like, you know, like, I don't know, just... Does he, he rubs you as the wrong I, As way? I've gotten older, it just seems like he's like, like, oh, I'm being offensive. Isn't that funny? It's just like, it's not. He's part of that generation of comics who loves doing the, oh, we don't go to colleges anymore because no one knows how to laugh. Yeah. And it's like, no, when you're trying to be edgy as fuck nowadays... Maybe that's the problem. I will say I love the joke about yeah, it's a shoot uh, sharpshooter for the yeah. Imperials. And it's like yeah, that was pretty. Good. That's I'm not, not saying a storm much. Trooper. That wasn't was, a stormtrooper. Yeah, wasn't a stormtrooper. Was, Who the fuck were you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know they had contractors. They, no, well, I mean they had people who were actual soldiers. You just never saw them because there's only like five of them. Yeah, 
or when those was a stormtrooper shooting they each other. They were all special units, like, you know, the the death troopers and the... But they're all stormtroopers. They're under stormtroopers. Okay. The stormtrooper family. Okay, yeah. That's their... Okay. It's the biological term, genus. Actually, you know what he was? The species is death trooper. You know what he was? He was actually like those... Those redneck uh, racists down in Texas by the border wall who show up in their pickup trucks with guns saying that they're part of the border patrol. And it's like, no, you're a redneck with a gun. He was one of them for the Imperials. I always saw that it was like all the specialized stormtroopers are like, you know, like a ranger is still a part of the U.S. Army. The U.S. Army Ranger. Just like a druid or a bard. But yeah, he could be a different, he's not part of the army. I mean, he is part of the army, but he's not a regular army infantryman. He is a he is a he or she is a ranger. They so all report. Know, women be rangers? I don't. Know. Oh, in the army, I don't know. Honestly, they all report to a horrible racist commander in chief, just like the yeah. real army in the U.S. does. Or you know, it's just like Marines or sailors. Yeah. The, so the stormtrooper corps is uh, also referred to as the trooper corps was an independent military branch operating under the Imperial Army of the Galactic Empire. Um, and then, of course, there are the Stormtrooper Specializations, which are yeah. everything you can think you of under the MLP. sun. <laughs> uh, but the, the, uh, the Purge Troopers are listed, and the Dark Troopers are listed under Elite and Experimental Units. So, yeah, so weren't the Purge Troopers under Vader? Uh, served Governor Ubrick Edelhard of the Anoat Sector. Storm Commandos, I don't remember them. Special Commando Advanced Recon Trooper, the Scar. Which ones were the ones with the big combs that went through the deserts, those, combing those the deserts? Those, those, those are space, space balls. balls. Yeah. yeah, I know, but which part of the Star Wars was that? Ah, uh, there goes the planet. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Comb the desert. Yes. What a good movie that I don't really want to watch anymore. Spaceballs? Yeah, it just takes for it. When you actually watch it, you're like, man, there's a lot of. There's some filler in here. There's yeah. a lot of not like as funny as I thought it was when I was 11. However, you know what's good? But there's some really funny stuff still. You load up a funny clip of that movie on YouTube, yeah, and then just let YouTube. it auto play because you're just going to get good clips for a while, and then you move on. It's a perfect YouTube movie. Where uh-huh. I just need to see the clips of. Yeah. You know, some movies are really good like that. It's kind of like I'm learning more and more certain TV shows are like that. Like Family Guy, you could pull up a good clip from it. Trying to watch a whole episode can be kind of annoying nowadays. Yeah, my go-to Family Guy clip when I want to laugh at something they did was the uh, when Peter Griffin and them are trying to do jackass-style shows and he dresses up as the greatest American hero and is singing the theme song from it. And then goes off that ramp and severely injures himself afterwards. <laughs> the one I pulled up the other day because just wanted to explain to Brie about memes was about the sex box. Her name is Sony. Speaking of memes, <laughs> I've been watching Steven Universe. What a I, fun show. See, I tried watching it. I think I was watching in the wrong mindset. Like, I got through, like, the first few episodes and then just... What I like about it is that it's 100% positive. Yeah. Even when they have, like, conflict Mm -hmm. or 
that that show can get like inexplicably like really sad. Uh-huh. Like I was watching like a I was, like episode ten or eleven, and I was just like, "Oh Jesus, this went really like dark, but like in an emotional kind of like like the the implications are like." But then it always kind of not, and it doesn't feel like oh, we're just wrapping this up in a sitcom kind of way. Like oh, everything's now good again. More and here comes like, the wacky neighbor. Yeah, more kind of like oh. We understand each other, and we're supportive of each other in the end. And I'm just like, in this day and age, with the kind of crap that we have to deal with on a daily basis, it's actually pretty good to be able to watch something and then just feel pretty good afterwards. Steven Steven sometimes gets really annoying, but also I'm like, he's also a kid, but he's also always super excited about everything. Did you ever watch Adventure Time? I did a little bit. So that's the thing I liked about Adventure Time too, which they both kind of came from the same place because the person who made Steven Universe, I believe she was a writer for Adventure Time for a long time. Mm -hmm. So they kind of come from the same general, you know, DNA. What I liked was Adventure Time. Things could get really bad, but in the end it's like, no matter how bad it is, it's still positive. Like we're still, you know, we overcame whatever happened. Well, we're also still all friends, and we're all going to support each other. Yeah, and it's got like an interesting kind of like mythos. I didn't know anything about like because there's like these these people these people that are like called the gems. Yep, and they mm-hmm. all have gems, and they're like trying to stamp out like corruption of of gems throughout the universe. So they get they go on all these adventures, and Steven is the son of a of a gem. I, I don't know what happened to his mom. Like, it's implied that she died, like, at some point. They like, go into that eventually. Well, I assume. Obviously. There's, like, five seasons of it. There's, like, 50 episodes of the first season. But they're all, like, 11 minutes. Nice. And then, like, like, uh, like, yeah, he's still trying to learn how to use his power. Oh, there was a terrifying, there was a terrifying episode called Cat Fingers. Because one of the things of the gems is that you can, like, manipulate yourself, like, and, and, like, change your thing. There's, like, one of the gems is, like, really specialized in that. She, like, changes what she looks like all the time. And so, like, Steven's like, oh, I like cats. It would be really funny if I had a cat finger. So he made a finger that was a little cat head. And it was like, meh, meh, meh. And he's like, oh, now, now you can eat all of these things. And, and he's like, look, I made five cat fingers. Oh, you guys must be hungry. Let's get some pizzas. And actually, he doesn't... He likes pizza. Also, what I like about him is that he's a fat kid that just loves to eat everything. <coughs> the first episode is about... Oh, ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, yeah the, I, the the cat candy. He's just, he was really bummed that they're, like, discontinuing this this cat candy thing. And then he thought that his his power was, was based on that. Because one time he changed while he was eating the cat candy thing. So, like... So, like, the ice cream sandwiches. So, like, a bad guy showed up or, like, you know, something bad happened. <coughs> And then he's like, I'm sorry, friends, talking to the ice cream sandwiches, because these are the last. <laughs> I need to eat So he started eating them, and it's like, it's not happening. <laughs> but anyway, but he likes he likes pizza, but he also likes what he calls um, uh, bits. So he goes to the pizza guy, and he's like, give me the bits! And they're like, God, no, Steven, I'm not going <laughs> to, give me the bits! No, Steven, give me the bits, 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 and they're like, fine. And then they take all of, like, the the... The, the bits of pizza that are left over, like, in the oven, and they put it in a bag, and they give it. He loves the bits. So, 
He gets. <laughs> it's like Toaster Lieben. <laughs> oh. So anyway, <laughs> from Mary Whip Children. To get to the point, he's like he has the fat, the five cat fingers, and he's like, "Oh, you would love the bits," and he gives them the bits, and he's like feeding them, like just putting his hand down in the uh. bits. But eventually. Eventually, he's just like, oh, yeah, I can make more cats. And it gets out of control. And there's so many cats coming out of him. And then it gets kind of scary because he can't change it back. And he's like, he's like, Dad, I'm being swallowed up by the cats. No. And it's kind of funny, but also horrifying and also kind of sad because his dad starts getting worried that he's never going to see his son again because he's just made out of cats now. Steven Universe is uh Yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. But it's also really funny. Does I know Ashley Birch doesn't she do a voice in that? I wanna say I saw her advertising it once. I don't know. Um on her Twitter, so I think she might have been like a guest or recurring voice. Yeah. I just loved it. So high recommendation so far for <coughs> I'm yeah. going to say Ashley Birch got cheated. I would have voted for her for Game Award for Voice of the Year. Oh, I mean, she's a fantastic voice actor. Um, the fact that Pavarotti you know, or Parvati, she was so good in that role. Yeah. Yet, it's, meanwhile, Mads Mikkelsen, of course, because who wasn't even there? He's Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he's Mads Mikkelsen. Hey, Norman Reed showed probably up. like smoking some cigarettes and doing some hot Danish lady, or maybe cutting somebody up <coughs> and eating them. Actually, I don't know. Is he married? I don't know. If I was him, I would have married. All I know is he's creepy to look at because he looks like somebody who will kill you. Yeah, that's what that's what attracts the the, the women's. It's dangerous. Let me tell you something about women. Well, give me the bits. According to this, <laughs> it doesn't say he got divorced, but he's been married since two thousand to a choreographer oh. who he was who he had been dating since nineteen eighty seven. So, oh, they're probably freaky deaky Europeans, though. They probably have like threesome. They're, yeah, they're, they're they are in a loving marriage. Yeah, they but probably, they also realize that they probably take photos of them, love like, is like, very nebulous and hard to define. Oh, I'm sure they love each other, but they also love other people's bodies and <laughs> like, want to get on top of this stuff. Oh yeah, the mythos Mads of Mads Mikkelsen is growing as we speak. Um, Give me the bits. The bits. Uh, who voice is, is Steven Universe? Just somebody random I voice? Yeah, okay. I, I was just wondering if we Billy Bob Thornton. You, There's also one one anybody. part where Steven names a goat that he found, Steven Junior, <laughs> and then a monster picked him uh, picked him up and swallowed him, and he's like, "My boy." He said <laughs> it like that. Yeah, he's like, "My my my." No, he goes, "My son." No, they got Steven Junior, and nobody else has been calling this goat Steven Junior. <laughs> Only Steven Universe calls him. Anyway. I I like it. I started watching it because a friend was like was like really excited about season five, and I was just like, "How do you get to?" Because they were like talking about how like <clears throat> like emotional and like kind of messed up some of it is, That's and I was heard. like, "How yeah. do you get to that from what I know about Steven Universe being like a kids show?" Okay, I guess I should watch. Oh, it looks like it was the first uh, first show on Cartoon Network uh, created uh, for by a woman too. The creator, yep. Rebecca Sugar. That's cool. So that show, a lot like Adventure Time and a few others, like, unfortunately, I haven't seen enough of the shows that do this good, where it starts off where it's just kind of silly. Lighthearted. And then eventually it starts having this mythos, and there's a big, like, underlying story where it's like, man, there's a lot of seriousness, a lot of emotion. Like, I wonder if this is quality. Anime, anime influence. Because a lot of anime is like that. Right? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. It usually starts... <clears throat> Pretty lighthearted, 
Well, sometimes the anime will front load it and then be lighthearted for a long time, and then and then like suddenly like oh god we're we're in it. it. Like Full Metal Alchemist is like that. Trigun, they front load they front yeah Trigun also. Trigun they don't front load it. It's just like oh this is just always happy, and then it's just like oh now we're serious. All of a sudden it's real. Full Metal Alchemist is like oh this is super real, but oh hey we're just having fun learning going on powers, a train ride, learning the exam thing, and then going on train yeah going on train rides, and then suddenly oh this guy oh, has a daughter and a dog, and now he has one. Oh, that's cool. She based the lead character on her younger brother, who's also an artist on the series. That's nifty. That's still so messed up. I want to say for the most part in the U.S., like in Western, uh, like serialized cartoons, I want to say when it hit full effect of this was probably around like Avatar, The Last Airbender. That's such a good show. That's about when they had, let's have kind of a fun thing, but holy shit, let's go ahead and make a good deep story Mm -hmm. with like highs, lows. Creamy middles. Yeah, it's funny. Like, as much as I like our cartoons, like I'm kind of always been a little jealous of the kids nowadays. They yeah, it's like their cartoons are so much more sophisticated. Their, yeah, their cartoons yeah. Are actually have a, like storylines, a storyline, and like they're not specifically designed to sell toys. They are. They have a, <laughs> our to- our uh, cartoons they have, like, were recurring toy characters that are actual characters. Because like as much as I like. Batman animated series. There's no single storyline in that. No, it's a serialized. There's barely any callbacks to like a thing that. There's happened. like th- two or three <laughs> things that kind of show up here and there throughout it, but the- also like at, it's funny because ripping those the discs for that series and digitizing it. Like I think I mentioned to Dan at one point. I'm like these episodes are in a completely different order on the discs, like the the, the sleeves, based on what they the air order that they have online listed. Oh, and that's the like, other thing. You could watch it in any order, and it doesn't affect you. It's like, you know, looking back at it, you know, if you looked at saying like G.I. Joe, which is the ultimate toy commercial as a cartoon show, there was like the longest, the most you had for continuity was like the Weather Dominator, where it was like five episodes. Yeah, or Arise, Serpent, or Arise. That's the, the, the other BET. One. Yeah, and then you had energy you had the cutoff point where it's like. For G.I. Joe, okay, Serpentor is now a thing, and Sergeant Slaughter is now a thing. Every episode after this has them, everyone before it doesn't. But otherwise, there's no continuity. Transformers, do we have Optimus Prime, or do we have Rodimus Prime? Ah, but then that gets murky because... And then Optimus comes back. Because everyone, because they quickly realized, oh no, we really messed up, didn't we? Rodimus sucks. We we killed off the most important character. You can't hit lightning twice. You already have a good character. Uh-huh. Don't just throw him away. Yes. You have a character with one of the most iconic voices, and yet you're just like, we're going to kill him. But he's a robot. How do you kill a robot? <clears throat> we figured out a way. We can kill... We, we've we killed don't robots. kill robots. Yeah. We can kill robots. Wouldn't it be destroy the robot as opposed to kill? Well, they're obviously sentient. We're not talking about a near automata thing yeah, where so people... Man. I'm not a... I'm not a fucking... <clears throat> You're not monster, a monster. John. <laughs> Jeez. Plus, we're yeah, not talking phobia over here. We're not talking like them toasters all the time. Near Automata, where you have everyone uploads their minds to I'm, a computer and the bodies are disposable. These are sorry, transformers. John, I'm progressive. No, no. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, John. I'm this will not stand. We'll go back. We've got we've got episodes of history where you call anything that's not a human. I have no idea what you're. Uh, <laughs> they can feel in love. <laughs> 
That's all programmed, and hate, as you would say. Starscream, he hates. Are, are we? Aren't we all programmed? Do we have free will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're all cogs in the machine. It's the great game that's going on. Two elder gods are throwing us around like chess pawns, and we're all gonna just end up in a big the, mess of the goo. authority and dust. Sure, yeah, that too. Is it just going to be an old dude in a in a in a bed? Is that going to be it? I forget what the authority looks like. He was kind of weird, kind of. Yeah, I forget. I like to think spoilers for the third book of his Dark Materials. If you've ever seen Dragon Ball Super, nope. The gods who rule over the ultimate fighting tournament—that is what I kind of picture, but older and more feeble because they're these little weird like kid things that are like, yay. That's what I kind of picture, but yeah. old and feeble. Sure. In like a, oh no, like a fifth element, like the the healing bed. Remember where Lilu was? Yeah, like, yeah. And then her and Bruce Willis at the end were fucking in it. Yeah. That sort of thing as a like pod, not connected to stuff. That's what I kind of pictured. So yeah. I wonder if that movie still holds up. Which one? Uh, Fifth Element? I I watch it every so often. I like that movie a lot. I know that there are problems with it. So it, I feel like Spaceballs with it. I don't want to watch the whole thing, but yeah, there are scenes of, I like, want to fucking watch. Of, like, long parts in that stuff that doesn't make any sense. I want to see like the Chris Tucker highlight reel from time to time. So, sometimes I want the action-y scenes. I, I really enjoy that movie from the point that she lands in his car... All the way up until they get off of the ship, off of the cruise line. Like, that stuff, that's the best parts of that movie. The ending's kind of meh. The beginning is kind of meh. That middle part is, like, the where that movie is the best, I think. Um, there, You know, there's the goofiness of the, the whole situation at the space dock where it's, like, four different people trying to claim that they're Corbin Dallas with their multi-pass. Um, oh, it's a Luke Besson movie. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay, and then sometimes it's like, I have no idea what you're doing right And then now. other times it's really problematic. Like what? Oh, I don't know. A grown-ass man trying to look in, having a weird relationship with a 13-year-old girl. This is French. French is problematic. Did he do the, did he do the one where um, Jet Li's a dog? Is Unleashed. That uh, that, I think he might have produced that one. I'm sure he's associated somehow. Because that's a weird movie. That's a weird one. Uh, it's a, definitely a weird movie. That, that um, I don't know. Just it's like why? Okay, well, sure, sure, Jet Li, you're a dog. Your name's Danny. Why not? Uh, Bob Hoskins is your is your master. It's just a weird movie. We got Morgan Freeman. Y'all sure. like Morgan Freeman? He's he's doing his Morgan He'll Freeman stuff. Do anything. Stuff. Doing enough money. Yeah. Uh, he produced it, yeah. Louis Letterer was the one who directed it. Um, Remember Jet Li? Yeah. He, he, he was cool. Louis Letterer is known for directing the first Transformer movie, or Transporter movie, excuse me, um, then Unleashed. Then he directed the second tra- Transporter movie. I still like the um, the tidbit about Jet Li, because they wanted him on, on the Matrix movies, and he was adamant that they don't record his his fighting stuff for future use for CG things in the future, and they couldn't agree. So he's like, so he's peace like, them out. Yeah, fuck off. He's so like, they, you are uh, not going to use my, my <clears throat> shit for like a future version of me that I'm not actually in the movie. You're not going to own any of my my choreography. Of which I say, good on him because yeah. I'm just going to say it. 
I know this is very non-controversial. It's creepy as fuck when you use former actors, usually deceased, and put them in your movies, TV shows, or ads, because that's fucking creepy. And we're going to have to contend with it with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Because, uh... Well... Did they? I thought. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I thought the 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 story around it is is that they're using. I heard it is from. Just, Force I'm Awakens. sure they're probably using mostly footage, but okay. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't we either. See a CG Carrie Fisher because they've already had a CG okay, Carrie Fisher. You know what it'll be? It'll be like the um, Radioactive Man movie from The Simpsons, where they're like, well. We need a, um, we lost Millhouse, but I think we could, uh, take the scenes he already recorded and splice them together. <laughs> Jiminy Jillikers. That's fine. It's just like, Let's go! It's just like if you've ever watched, uh, Game of Death. <laughs> oh god, that is... Yeah, you're like, oh, this is kind of... Whoa. Those fight scenes are kind of cool. That's but... not Bruce Lee. You squint, you're like, wait Why man. is this footage super <laughs> zoomed in right now? Oh, because... Because Bruce Lee was in the was in the background, and they don't have him, or or he was ah, just so weird. Oh look, it's a it's a Chinese guy wearing the same clothes that Bruce Lee was wearing. Wait, is that supposed to be him? Ah, yeah. Well, it's like the movies they made right after his death, where like they had Bruce Lee rise from the grave. Yeah, and it's like eighteen different people, and um, then an occasional like still of him, and it's like. Game of Death is like Spaceballs. There, you want to watch clips of that movie. You don't necessarily want to watch the whole thing beginning to end. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, a lot of movies are like it's true. Yeah, we just don't have we don't have the same amount of patience because there's so much shit. Like, like, why am I going to watch a, a hour and a half movie that I don't like like fifty percent of the time? That's kind of like me. And then like, oh man, these fight scenes are really awesome. But like, I could just one white watch just watch the fight scenes right away. Because it's not a VHS tape no. and doesn't take me ten years to uh, fast forward and ruin the tape at the same time. Oh yeah. And two, like I can watch a bunch of other things after I watch the fifteen minutes that I really. My, yeah, you know, it allows me to watch the the random bad dubbing <clears throat> where the guy looks at Bruce Lee and says, "Mr. Lee, why you no wear uniform?" Yeah. And Bruce Lee gives him the "I will kill you" look. That is. That being said, I still will watch Enter the Dragon. Yeah, just because you need to like, end. I like. I, I'd like how I love the I, I, yeah like I remember watching that the first time and seeing the se- the flashback scenes where they're showing how the other people got to the island and Jim or uh, is it God what's his name the actor who played uh, Jim Kelly Jim Kelly yeah yeah um, how he got to the island and like walking through that alleyway and seeing the racial profiling him kicking the cop's ass and then stealing the cop car to get away <laughs> you're just going wow that was brazen. <laughs> <coughs> That's bold. I just want to say oh, that movie's so good. It on is. your comment about VHS, I want to say there is one thing I really miss about VHS tapes: porn. You know, you, you rented a movie, you knew when the good shit was coming up because all of a sudden the tape got wonky, yeah. and it's like somebody fast forwarded, rewound to this over and over. Going to be really cool action or lots of nudity yeah. or both? Um, yeah. Speaking of TV shows, uh. What else did we watch this week? The Mandalorian was good. I enjoyed that episode a yeah, lot. Yeah, that was good. Um, aside from the weird tonal stuff that you pointed out in the one scene. Yeah. So, Kevin, did you notice this I too? didn't feel it, but I, I, so, I understand where you're coming from. So, Bill Burr, remember they're going to, like, spoiler, spoilers. We're just going to talk about the show, the, the, the show episode. Bit, yeah. 
Um, there's a part where, like, you know, there's that guy who's, like, like I guess, I don't know, the supervisor of the prison or whatever. The, the, the New Republic guy who's... <coughs> and they the, eventually, yeah, they eventually kill the him, guard. right? But then, yeah. so he shows the, 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 the beeper thing to call, like, the, the, the rebel folks. And then, first off, like, they're like, oh, what's that? And then Bill Burr's like, oh, that's a thing, and if he, and if he calls it, it's gonna, it's gonna bring us all down on it. Like, implying that, like, hey, we gotta, like, chill out a little bit. And then, like a like like a second later, when they cut back to him, like because like the Mandalorian's like, hey, maybe we can just like chill out. Let's talk it through. Cool. And then like and then like Bill Burr's like, no, we're gonna kill him. And then and then suddenly he's he's it's like, oh, but he's gonna call the thing. And then Bill Burr's just like, well, I don't fucking care. Like, call it. Like, I'm I'm here to I'm I bring him on. And it's just like, well, you were scared of it for like. Five seconds ago, and now you don't care. And then when they do kill him, they find the thing. He sees the thing, and he's like, "Wait, was this on this whole time? Like, you know, like, and like now worried. Like, it's <clears throat> to me, it just struck really weird. And it might just be me, like, picking apart Bill Burr a little bit. I I kind of got the sense that he was he was doing the I don't care thing more for the soldier, like to kind of just be, you know, oh, we're tough shit, we don't care. But like I can totally understand your reading on that as being a little off with the like after he looked at it going oh you know what what is that why is it was it blinking before I actually had two problems with the little white pager button the other one is when they brought it at the end to the station <coughs> when the Mandalorian's flying away and no one's like we should probably stop that ship that's fleeing from the place where the yeah, beeper thing too. just arrived at it's like no nah, we're going to let him go. That felt a little or weird. Like what I like what I said to John afterwards. I was like, "Yep, state-sponsored terrorism." Because they didn't know what was going on in that thing. They just know that the beeper beeped. One, it's not even in the same place that they probably thought it was supposed to be. Right? I'm sure it'd be on a prison around. ship, not on this weird skeezy space station. Around, and then they just started fucking fucking that shit yeah. up. Yeah, they see yeah. a ship launching, and they go, "Okay, we're shooting." Even though we ignored that other ship Don't that flew negotiate. through. With terrorists. Hey, you know, hey, that's a stance. Yeah. New Republic comes in, they're like, all right, what is that? All right, blow up. They got a gunship, blow them up. Look, I'm not making a value judgment. Yeah. I'm just calling it as it is. New Republic versus Imperials. Meet the new boss, same I, as the old I, boss. Hey, you can vote now. I will say, though, I did. I extremely loved the ragtag group of mercenaries, uh, Clancy Brown, as the big shit monster race that I couldn't remember offhand. Yeah, devil like, Man. Yeah, Devil Man. Hey, the part when the Mandalorian shot him with fire and yeah. he went, nah, son. He's like, that was yeah. fucking great. He had a look like that tasted good. Yeah, the Mandalorian good. taking down them was really cool. Yeah. And satisfying. Because yes. they're such shits. Oh yeah, they're all complete dicks and you're just like, oh, he's gonna fucking kick your ass. You know, that's also I, just, I, just, say... I just didn't get, like, why were they dicks to him? Yeah, like, I know why the girl was. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. But I just didn't get why they were dicks to him. Yeah, like, out, like if seemingly kind of like out of nowhere because it seems like like I I can only read what's what's on the what's on the yeah. show right. It would make more sense if he was set up from the beginning, but it didn't exactly seem like that. It seemed like the show wants us to imply that they saw the baby Yoda and then they hatched a plan because they were like talking like secret undertones in that scene. Mm-hmm. And you know that that that's when they decided to fuck him over, but like, but that's not what it did. But that's but that doesn't make any that well the one that doesn't make much sense. Also, like 
it seems to be implied at the end of the episode that like his friend at the at the station was a little bit in on it or something. Like I don't I don't get it was just weird. <laughs> but it was fine. I just want to say T V show, like I don't I mean, That's that's what happens after Voldemort comes along. Tonks loses her shit. Yeah, the, the thing Oh, is that Tonks? The yeah, Twilic. The Twilic, yeah. yeah. I that was the other thing I was gonna mention. I liked seeing her in something else again. Um after everything went down, Tonks just lost it. Yeah. Well and um yeah, I mean, the thing, I, I've heard people talking about the show and, like, people complaining that they're, li- that they don't, they're like, I expect more from this. And then, like, like you mentioned during that one episode, uh, you're like, it's just a TV show. Like, that's what we need to realize that this is. Yeah, it's a it's weekly not, sci-fi TV show. Like, it is not. It's a weekly sci-fi western. Yeah. Where just a single event happens, <coughs> and then the, the mysterious masked rider rides off to his next adventure. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's poppy. Yeah. Like, it's not, this is not, like, the most, like, it's never been, yeah. well, Star Wars has just never been Because I was listening that. to the Beast cast today and listening to Bacalar, like, talk about how episode four is a bad movie, and I'm like, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it is what it was at the time. Um, but of course, we, we've talked about this before. That, it's what Star Wars whole, always has yeah. been, though. It's a children's movie more than anything. That whole, it's aimed. Nah, I don't. I I, for, I strongly disagree that it's a bad movie. Yeah, oh yeah, I don't. It, I don't like, think not it's a bad even movie. outside of fandom. Yeah. like I think that's actually it's a solid, solid movie but all it's a, around. It was nominated for yeah. best picture. It's a technical. It's not, a technical, not to say that that's that's the only barometer, but but it's also a technical feat for that time too. Like it's super impressive what they did compared to what other sci-fi movies at the time we're doing well, well i mean right? that and it's a it's a it's a very it's a very well done economically like told like classic storyline yep. like it's 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 i mean tropes having tropes is not a bad thing no. because everything every everything is like five stories yeah there's like five fucking stories in human history yeah. and they've been told over and over again countless times like yeah. if we can't ha- if we can't count on tropes Probably ninety percent of all of the all of our entertainment just does not exist, or it all becomes reality TV, and that's well, and then that's tropey too because yeah. like stories are made out of like uh, yeah, what yeah. we perceive from reality, right? So like even even all of that conflict and stuff, like I mean, it's just like we would just be making fucking rehashes of Agamemnon and like the Oristian trilogy. Or the Odyssey, or something like that. Like, I don't want to revisit those particular stories. You want to read the Iliad and the Odyssey again? No, yeah. but that's the same story. Yes. There's the heroes' trials. There's you know. Yeah, and then also, there's usually a wise guy who yeah. tells you how to do it, and then the mm-hmm. then the heroes got to figure it out on their, on their own, and blah blah blah. I'll say when it comes to tropes, where tropes <coughs> become problematic is if they force them. Like where it's like we really don't oh, yeah. know how to get out of this. Star Wars A New Hope did not force any tropes. Like, it flowed naturally. It's a fun movie from the start to the end. I mean, if you want to nitpick anything, and you can't really even nitpick this because it's part of his growth, Luke is a whiny little bitch. And that's yeah. the whole point. It's, and, it's yeah, me. he grows from being this whiny little farm bumpkin He's a to being fucking Luke Skywalker. Well, like, when, he, when they were talking about that on the bombcast, I'm like... Yeah, but Jeff, you were that same douchey teenager. We all were that douchey teenager. It makes me think. At one point. I saw this tweet this week that where somebody was saying, "For everyone who keeps saying that Greta Thunberg is a puppet of her parents, have you ever met a sixteen-year-old girl before?" Yeah. Which is say we 
But it's we it's, are all a certain way when we're young. Yeah. It's that's why, like, I mean, like movies, like I like the John Wick movies, yeah, and they're fine. And I, I I've actually wanted to been thinking about watching them again. <coughs> Let's the do it. One's they're all on out, Plex. Right? I've got yeah. all four of them in, on, or all of them on the. They're the Plex fine, server. but the thing is, the thing is, and uh, people always talk about like how badass they are, but that's that's the that's that's also the problem with that movie. Like John Wick is already a badass at the start of that movie, and like there's no there's growth. no growth, and like not every movie has to have that. No, but that's the reason why Star Wars has that. Like yeah. I mean, you know, and then your mileage may vary. Maybe you think he's too whiny and he doesn't grow fast enough. Sure, whatever. But or maybe like, you think he grows. Too fast, but because, that's kind of the know. point. Like he's 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 kind of a like not like all like hundred. He's not a complete character yet. No. Like Han Solo is a complete character. He doesn't really change. Of course, he's not a whiny teenager when it starts. No, he's, yeah. he's seen shit. Thirty year old man who's you know who is a man child in some ways. Yeah. If anything, actually, if right? anything, Han Solo like does his character development off screen because like he's really not not for the rebellion. And then, like, After, we, don't, we don't see him yeah. make a decision on the Millennium Falcon to come back and save Luke. No. We there's don't no, see him come back and also say... There's also no, like, there's no big realization where he, you know, he's just kind of thrown in with these people. And, like, they he, he makes that choice to leave on Hoth. And, or, he's you know, he's like, I'm out of here. That bounty hunter on Order Man changed, you know, changed things. It's like he's still going to be a bastard. He only kept going with them because he was forced to in the end there. And like and he and, wanted Leia. Well, to, yeah. You know. And then, and to, and part of that is also like I mean, I think good storytelling sometimes doesn't actually have to like show you like he did, like we don't have to have a close up of of Han Solo like watching the rebels suffering and going like, "Oh no, now we have to help Chewie. We got to help him." And then, like you get you get the gist over the mm-hmm. over the course that like one he's falling in love with Leia and two he's mostly a nice guy and also what's fun is that he has a fucking sidekick that doesn't actually speak English yeah so you 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 imagine what he's actually saying because sometimes he'll reply to Chewie being like being like no we're leaving like mm-hmm. you know we're going like I don't care about the or thing. when Chewie yells at him and he just goes all right all right yeah like, yeah yeah I so get you get, it, you, get you you Im- you imagine that's what's the beauty of, of yeah. Chewie is that you you you're able to imagine some of it so you're participating in it instead of the movie saying this is why Harry Potter feels that he has to do this thing like also you get the feeling that Amy. you know Han Solo mm-hmm. is growing this friendship with Luke who he's like kind of like that kid he's like a little younger brother type of person you but know yeah, what fine I you know I I know that that group is not Star Wars is not their thing so that you know it's 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 annoying to me when they 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 talk the way they talk about it but I just I try to move on from Well, it's like when they also say Mandalorian, Alex Navarro kept yeah. saying, yeah, it's horrible. And it's, it's like, yeah. it's, you know what? It's not it's, his jam. It's not it's, for every Star Wars yeah. fan, even. Like, if yeah. if you like Westerns, if you like that type of vibe of the, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the, you know, the lone gunman type of thing, all of a sudden it makes it even more your shit. Yeah. But if you're not a fan of that... It's not going to be for you. It's not going to draw you in, because... Yeah. It's not Star Wars on the level of we don't have anyone with lightsabers, we don't have the Force going on, except for a little bit from Baby Yoda. I kind of liked where Baby Yoda at the end of the last one, he looked like he was trying to save the droid, and then the droid explodes, and he had this look like, whoa. He looked at his hands. Yeah, he's like, like, what? holy shit. And then it's like, 
right there is the Mandalorian. I mean, I, if you think you're a Star Wars fan and you don't like the Mandalorian, then like maybe you don't really like Star Wars as yeah. much. And that's okay. You don't yeah. have to like it, or you just don't like that flavor of it. And I don't know. I mean that that show is it like is Star Wars. That show is, is dripping everything of yeah. the original trilogy. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. I guess if you're a prequel fan. If you were like, I like the prequels more than the original trilogy, I can see you not liking The Mandalorian. It's true. But most of, like, The Mandalorian's tone of, like, of, like, hey, we're not going to go into the super details of why these mercenary guys, like, are betraying, like, um, The Mandalorian, because there's a lot of, Star Wars skips over a lot of, we don't, we don't need to know everything, and maybe it doesn't make so much sense, but, like, I mean, like, even Return of the Jedi is, like, full of, like, Western tropes and, mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean the fucking last stand against the the imperial. This this magnificent seven, yeah. the samurai, seven, seven samurai, samurai stuff. Yeah, yeah. The usual, yeah. You know, we gotta a we gotta help. We gotta help the we gotta help the villagers. Yeah, take out these. Take out the overwhelming yeah. odds of the thing. And granted, the villagers in Seven Samurai didn't use logs and and uh, gliders and uh, rocks and. <laughs> I love the Ewoks, man. Or the Ewoks, or the Ewoks petting each other. No, no, that one, the one that pets a uh, uh, Chewie. Yeah. That always, that's always like weird. Or, or there's the Ewok who died or is dying, and the other one's kind no, of like died. petting him. And that that glider got shot down, and then the, one of them was like, yeah. he's kind of petting him, like, mm-hmm. dude, dude. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, that's sad. Wicked made it through, so it's all good. No, the crime of Return of the Jedi is removing Yubnup from the end of that movie. Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, that is a crime. I just want to say, Disney Uh, Plus should give us options on how to see things, because, meanwhile, Simpsons, you know, there's all those complaints about how they went with the the letterbox, which cropped out a lot of jokes. And they didn't... They didn't say, hey, okay, we'll just put the 4-3 cut. They're like, we're going to give you the option to pick which one. I want the option to pick which Star Wars. George Lucas has those that version in a vault that he is just... Just reshoot Yub-Nub. Yeah. yeah. Reshoot it, get uh, digital actors for all of them. Get de-aged Carrie Fisher. We can just have both. We can have the celebration. We can have the galactic celebration. And we can have... No, I get it. Maybe I don't want Hayden Christensen showing up as a ghost. The fuck? Come on. I I don't know. Especially when Alec Guinness is there. Like, if you're going to be consistent when they died... That's that's the problem. That's the problem. Put Ewan McGregor in there then. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like, that, is that Yoda from the Clone Wars era too? It's supposed technically go are they one to be or the other. Selves? Yeah, we're not saying like, hey, let's scrub out uh, Anakin's like British British uh, accent mm-hmm. out of like uh, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Like, we don't need to go that far because mm-hmm. somehow being in the being in the Empire for like thirty <laughs> years like makes him British suddenly. That's Evil fine. people are British. They are British. I mean, did you see the elections? Who did they vote for? They're evil people Shout in England. Shout out to our British compatriots who are now having to deal with a their own version of a joke. Hey, Britain, I just want to say, you don't need to keep playing this game with the U.S. of trying well, to yeah, one-up one up, each other. because yeah, we Can did we, that. We, we suck. We get it. You don't yeah, need to we suck. we did that and we won last time. 
okay, you guys had Brexit, okay, but then we're gonna light the whole world on fire. And then you and decided... Like, how about we do, how about, yeah, how about we fuck it all we'll, up? We'll win. Because yeah. Americans win. Oh, yeah. We like to be number one. We don't care what the number to one a fault. is. That's to why we a have to fault. get his book of world records with a fucking, like, a million different stupid records, because yeah. we just want to be number one. I don't care what it actually is, eating 14... More potato sacks. Oh. Of course, that was trying one up them because where does Guinness Book of World Records come from? Oh yeah, it is the Guinness, like the brewery Guinness. Speaking of records and stuff, did you see the well the recent there. story about uh, Russia being banned from all? Uh, oh, the Olympics, yeah, the World Cup, like all international sporting, like they got banned for like was the anti drop anti doping agency. They're like. We we kind of actually got to take a stance now. Even more because they were they were like largely banned. Like, they in Brazil. They got full on ban hammered ban. from wow. the Olympics, both Olympics and the twenty twenty two World Cup. Huh. Yeah, I was like, I saw that and I'm like, wow, that's uh. They they were probably only... waiting for the previous World Wait, Cup. Isn't to there end a World and... Cup in Moscow? Or yeah, did that already happened. Or when was the last world? Where was the last World Cup? Um. So what? When was the last cup, World Cup? Was it sixteen? Uh, was yeah. Was that Brazil? Then? Oh, I think that was Brazil. I think that was Brazil. Yeah, because yeah, because Brazil lost the crazy that Cotter's got the twenty twenty World Cup. Isn't I thought Russia's supposed? Oh, to be they're twenty twenty four. I think yeah. so. Just in time, just come in time. back. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's a four year ban and not like a six year ban. <laughs> they're like it'd be Are a they little twenty twenty four. Look up World Cup. I am. I'm... So wait, there's a 2020 and a 2022 World. Cup? So 2018 was. I think last they're one. gonna go to a. I think they were changing like a two year, or maybe they might try to go on off years from the Olympics or something. Or were they trying to stagger the Women's World Cup? Something like that. We have the 2026. Oh no, we have a bid. They haven't announced it. What? Will be the 23rd. Host countries: Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. 2026. So it's North America, I guess, for 2026. And yeah, 2022 is in Qatar. And then, yeah, 2018 was is the one before that. So Also, it was 2018. Because 2016 was the Olympics in Brazil, and the 2018 was the World Cup in Brazil. Oh. Right? No, no. Fuck. was the Russia <laughs> World so Cup. 2014 would have been the World Cup in Brazil. Brazil. Yes. 14 was Brazil. 18 was Russia. So they had their World Oh, so they had their... Wow, I was... Totally not paying attention. Oh my god! Like that's because the U.S. didn't make it. So like, oh, yeah. we didn't have the coverage. The, I just watched the last, the like final. the the semi, the quarter, the semi, and the finals. Also, there's no coverage in U.S. because yeah, like the, the news the, said, "Fuck it." France, Croatia. Oh yeah, because Croatia got through. I was really rooting for Croatia because that would be really because cool. they beat uh, they beat England. That's right. Yeah, they they were like somehow winning. Like that was actually fun mm-hmm. in a in a way to follow that story. Just yes, cause, like they were so outside of the yeah. norm of yep such an underdog. But France is just stacked with all of that mm-hmm. young talent, all from their fucking you know former African colonies. But then they still have like this problem with but uh, <laughs> all that all that Russia being out of twenty at the Olympics means is U.S. gonna clean up. Yeah. It's gonna be the U.S. and China. Yeah, I mean China. China makes a go for China it. Makes it's certain, certain. They have their. They have their. Well, what's good? Uh, what what China does good is yeah. that they they concentrate on a couple mm-hmm. of stuff, 
and then they just like fucking put all the state money into mm-hmm. that as much as possible, and then they dope a little bit more under the radar than Russia because they got that Chinese magic that they yeah. can use. So. And see, the U.S. That's terrible. The U.S. Yeah. also does yeah. the, what the U.S. does that's good is that when we dope, we dope on an individual level, right? Yeah. So it's not a system. You ban a person, a we just, not we a make team. It like this person did it, not us. What's also man? What's also sad is like the amount of doping that's in our track and field stuff. Like man, if this is if we if if that was Russia, we'd be like up in arms about it. And granted, the Russians did it a whole lot more, but man, most of our track stars in the last like twenty something years all have been caught doping. Like that guy who's um, the 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 best U.S. sprinter that kept challenging uh, Usain Bolt, the, the Tyson Gay Probably or something right. like that. I mean, he came back from doping. Yeah. Like he served the ban. Yeah. I forgot if it's Tyson Gay. I forgot. Marion Jones, like, all of those, like, they all, like, there's a lot of doping in our fucking system that's fucking unfortunate. Because we're, because we grew up, like, going, like, man, those East Germans. Yeah, the Chinese have their doping problems, too, and they get caught. Yeah, well, the Chinese also do the, Chinese also do the, ah, uh, this person might be, like, eight years old, but they're, they're 17. She's 17, I swear, she's here's her gymnast. birth certificate. It's like, man, she really looks like she's like a child child. She is I don't child, mean child. like I don't mean like young adult child. I mean like Yeah. <laughs> hey look, that girl is competing in the Olympics and she has she is sixty seven pounds and she's supposed to be sixteen. Well, I mean you could look at it one way, they have a sample size of uh, a billion. A, of a billion people that you just find the smallest person yeah, could. and then be like you're a gymnast. Well that's now. what they do. I mean they fucking yeah. recruit those kids at like you know, the earliest possible age they can and say, hey, do you, your parent, you go to the parents and say, we're going to take this child and she's yeah. going to become a gymnast. Well, it's like, like, well, he, she could spend all her life in this shitty town, but we will pay for her to live and have a decent life that sounds as great. long as she's a gymnast. That sounds great. Also, the <laughs> parents are like, we have to pay for food for her or we get a stipend from the government. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you, if you read the stories about, uh, the um, opera school that Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung grew up oh, in. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, they pick you when you're young mm-hmm. and make you really good. Mm-hmm. And they want their return on that investment. It's like, yeah, me. Maybe the, maybe the, maybe the real, the real. The realist? The real lesson here is maybe we shouldn't the Olympics. You can do the Olympics just, you know, just like any organized sport. Maybe not make it a, a, a money-making enterprise. I wish to. it wasn't so burdensome on the on the host countries. It's true. Yeah. Like, it just seems like, it seems like, I mean, even China lost. Like, yeah. I mean, China, like, they don't use any of that stuff, and they're fine. They can absorb it, but, like, like Brazil, Brazil was fucked. Brazil got yeah. fucked. Yeah, Greece like, got fucked. Yeah. Also, Brazil, it, it hurt the environment a shit ton. Yeah. Well, that and like those soccer, all those soccer stadiums they built are like just rotting out in the jungle. Yeah, they was yeah they built all these like soccer stadiums like out in the middle of nowhere, and it's just like like I get like trying to get the whole country to I mean you know if you're gonna have the tax burden, but kind of have to be sensible about this. Yeah. You can't make a forty thousand seat stadium in a town of yeah in well, a small small area. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna be used. If you want to talk that part, guitar yeah. with like. Oh, well. Bringing in labor that you're working literally to death, and it's not a country with a real soccer infrastructure, just rich people. 
Well, and then, yeah. Just and then also playing an outdoor sport in fucking the desert. Yeah. Maybe not the best idea. I'm sure this Arizona like, Cardinals. In their, heart, in their heart of the summer, I believe. Yeah. They, they had to delay it. I think the, the Cotter World Cup is supposed to be September. Uh-huh. When it's usually June, July, and so they have to change all of the all of the leagues around the world too to be delayed because they normally start in August. No, this one, yeah, this one's starting in November. Oh well, shit, yeah, November twenty first through December eighteenth. Yeah, all of the leagues around the world are all going to get impacted because that's that's except the that's, MLS. That's, <laughs> MLS that's wins the end of the season, yeah, the season. <laughs> unless you're in the unless, unless you're, you're in the, the final MLS Cup. Yeah, they'll just push up the schedule a little bit. But and then everybody the goes, what's gonna, the MLS? Yeah, nobody's going to be in the... They're going to be like, what? Uh, no. Yeah. Meanwhile, people like... Also, most of the MLS is not going to be in the No, exactly. Up. That's what I'm saying. Meanwhile, the Premier League, like they're like, what the fuck? We're screwed over. Yeah, they have to take like a month break. Yeah. Yep, it's... Although that can be kind of cool on a competitive level because mm-hmm. all of those guys will be in mid-season form. They'll be, yeah, at their fresh. Because what sometimes happens... They aren't at the end of the season. You know, yeah, fresh, what, what happens so yeah, yeah, what happens in the World Cup is like those are guys, like, the, the, oh, we had a grueling they Champions League. They whole season, yeah, season of, of uh, uh, Premier League and then the Champions League, like you're saying, right? And then just... But it's still playing soccer in the desert. It's true. The yeah. The doesn't grow there. We shouldn't play soccer there. But, yeah. But the just, rich Saudi oil barons made a But, bit, yeah, the Olympics is just really, like... Needs to stop. I, I, yeah, and also, like, people got to get. I mean, I, this is the one time when I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say on this podcast, like, people have to get over their anti-Americanism and just be like, let us fucking host these two things we have, every other year. We've we got a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, we this, can like, host the World Cup tomorrow. Like, we've we, got ski resorts for the winter. Have you seen the Rockies? And the most attended and most profitable World Cup that's ever been is, is still US that 94 yep. U.S. World Cup. And that was with less team. Yeah. Because one thing Americans like is like having the best thing. A spectacle event. Yeah. To go to. We will go to fucking, like, yeah. fucking Bulgaria versus fucking the Czech Republic. We don't know anybody, but hey, man, that seems pretty cool. Also, that's we, we don't mean. build up a stadium and we then let have. it rot. We have a stadium. Yeah, it's the finest there is because we're all, every team for whatever you're playing is having a giant dick measuring contest in the form of who has the there's newest stadium. One, there's how many Division One football football programs? Like a hundred something? That's a hundred stadiums. Yeah. We can host, we could host a our, World Cup in Alabama. And our college and stadium, okay. our college stadiums hold a hundred thousand people. Yep. Easy. Like yeah. we are more than ready for everything. I get yeah, right they now. Say, it's... Whenever they show like, oh, these are like the biggest stadiums in the world, and then you know, there's a couple U.S. stadiums in there. The thing is, is that from like from like eleven to fifty, the majority of them are are because there's like one big stadium in Spain. Yeah, Mexico. Well, there's, like two. there's the Bernabeu, and then wherever Real Madrid. Mexico play. City has one giant stadium. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have like. Number 11 through 24, and then 26 yeah. through 47. Yeah. So, yeah, the... Seriously, we could host we could host the World Cup in Alabama. Yeah. It's just the Alabama World Cup. Yeehaw! Well, that's why the, the 2026 one's going to be weird, because it's... Hope you all like mayonnaise on chicken. three countries. Yeah. Because Us. people don't want to give it to just the U.S. Yeah. So, 
like, and it's also they're expanding the number of ter- teams in that. That's the first yeah. one where it expands from thirty-two to forty-eight. Uh, Except we still have enough stadiums where we have forty-eight teams, oh, yeah. enough room in every stadium, and not play the same stadium yep. twice. I mean, I will say I, li- I do, I do like the joint country World Cups. Yeah. Those are always fun because yeah, they yeah. had like the Japan, Korea, Korea, Japan one. And then I think um, just makes travel weird for some. I think people. one of the European ones yeah. has a couple mm-hmm. of stuff, so that's always kind of fun. Yeah. Well, you usually like clump them around, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, like all the Group C will be Group C and D will be like in Canada. Depending on how but you even Canada can host it, like they have like a ton of states. Oh yeah, they like football too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Mexico likes American ball too. I, I'm still always they keep talking about having a game in Mexico City every year, just yeah, like was, the London one. There was a what is it, like 15 years ago at my at my work, like I was talking to like this guy in Mexico in our Mexican division, and we were talking about what we were just bull- bullshitting about stuff, and he was just like, like, oh, what kind of sports do you, do you like? I was like, oh, I like, um, you know, like blah blah blah, and he's like, oh yeah, I like football. And I was like, oh yeah, I like soccer too, and he's just like, no, I'm talking about American football. I grew up playing wide receiver. In my American football league in Mexico. And, and we, I was just like, what? Meanwhile... For real? What I like is we keep you forcing... like American football? We okay. keep forcing the London game yeah. with like three to eight games per season. Yeah, and meanwhile, it's like Mexico kind of wants it and they're in our time zone. Well, the, Let them have I one. I wonder though with the Mexican one, it's like, who do you... Like, who do you send down there? <clears throat> no, it's just hard to get like... Like, if you make another franchise in Mexico, mm. because, like, I think most Mexican fans are Cowboys fans or Houston fans. Yep. Or, actually, I've met San Packers. Diego also. Yeah, San Diego, but who knows who's fans of that. Yeah, because ever since... San Diego, yeah. now LA ever since, Chargers. Except LA doesn't want them. Nobody wants them. They play, like, in a fucking soccer stadium. They, play in, nobody... they play in a stadium where majority of the people are from the other team. Yeah, they're the away team at every yeah, they're game. they're an NFL team that can't sell out a 30,000-seat stadium. They could in San Diego, but now they fucking betrayed their fan base, and they're all the fans are like, "Fuck you." Then who knows what happens when Oakland moves to Las Vegas? Because oh, are they going to have a actual like fan contingent, oh, or is was... it going to be out of towners? Because I'm going to go to the Seahawks game <coughs> in L.A. or I mean in Las Vegas, and also make a weekend at the casinos. I mean, they are they are Raiders fans, so they're used to this, right? Yeah. They've dealt with two moves already, but I was it was kind of sad. I was watching, like, random videos last night, and, like, I started watching Marshawn Lynch videos, and I guess there's this video of, like, one of his last seasons in Oakland where he's, like, just dancing on the sideline because they're playing, like, some Oakland, like, music, like, you know, like, Oakland rap Urban music. music? No, well, like, Oakland local rap music. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know who this person is, but people in Oakland definitely know who this person yeah, is. Yeah. So they're playing it through the loudspeakers in the PA while they're, like, getting started for the game. And, like, Marshawn Lynch is just doing, I guess, like, a Oakland kind of dance kind of mm-hmm. thing and just going buck wild. And the whole crowd is fucking crazy. Yeah, just, like, they keep showing him on the on the Jumbotron and everybody just... Like, oh, my God! And then this video is, like, a compilation of several people's, like, cell phones from around the, nice. the stadium, like, watching him. And I was like, damn, what a... That's some love for a player. What a dude, man. I think... I think he might have been my favorite NFL player. Marshawn was good. Like, region, region, like good guy, bias, good player, like, good everything. But, like, my favorite my favorite dude because... Football Jesus heard you say that, Dan. 
Oh, Russ? <laughs> I like Russ. I love Russ. I love but, Russ. But you won't have a beer with Russ? But you... there's... Like, look, quarterbacks are great. Yeah. But quarterbacks are kind of like Superman, yeah. where it's like, he's loved by so many, like, it's kind of hard for you to have a piece of him. Sure, yeah. Even though everybody loves Marshawn Lynch, too, but, like... But running backs are special. Like, there's something about a running back. There's something about a really good running back that, like, I don't know, maybe it's also the era I grew up in because running backs are not really a thing anymore. Like, superstar running backs. Committee running backs is the thing now. (coughs) Also, it's kind of like, you know, when comes quarterback, it's like if they said, let's say everything with the Man of Steel and all of that never happened. If they said a new Superman movie is coming out with a new vision, you'd go, hey, I'm intrigued. At the minimum. But you'll never be like, I expect that be the best movie ever. It's like, I'm intrigued. It's just quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. They're not special enough. Quarterbacks are so integral <laughs> and so, like, it's just, they're the they're the most popular kid in the school. Yeah. But the, but the, but Marshawn Lynch was, like, the cool guy. He was friends with everybody. Like, quarterback, even when you hate his guts, you'll still, like, if you're a Steeler fan, if we're Steeler fans, we'd probably, if we're as crazy Defending about football, ben we'd probably defend Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Pats fans. If we are if we grew up in, in New England and we we're Pats mm-hmm. fans, even if we were, like, anti-MAGA, mm-hmm. I think, like, we so would be like... Don't like him as a person. Maybe, yeah, we, Brady, we do that, or at least try not to talk Bowl, about Super him as Bowl much. Ring. Or just try not to talk about yeah. him as much. Hey, so how but about like, Brady? I mean, yeah, the Pats are Super good. Super Bowls, right? Like, what do you do? Yeah. But a running back, running back is that cool dude. Like, he is, and like, and like they don't, know, there's something about Damn. a really good running back. Running especially, back? Especially Marshawn, because he like, he's just like, I could go around you, and maybe I will. But I kind of want to hit you. I could kind of go through you. Those are also the great running backs too. The ones who, yeah. like, I mean, I love Barry Sanders and like, oh, he was beautiful. To watch. Yeah, he's beautiful in motion. That man. But the was ones, the ones that are like fucking running really over that you cool. can't stop. That they are juggernauts. Can't not like they're That's just why like, I like Jerome Bettis so much. Yeah, Jerome like, Bettis. Like, I mean, Earl Campbell was great. Like, it's just like. I could, but it's so much more fun if I just hit you really hard. And look, yeah, they don't that. last too long. No, no, no. When you have I like Marshawn actually lasted quite a long. When Marshawn would have like eight different guys touch him on one play, and it's like, no, nah, he just keeps going. Like yeah. eight people had a hand on him, and he, and he the, kept going. He had the greatest play in the history of Seahawks. I mean, the beast quake. Yeah, that is that is the greatest, like bar none. Yeah. Like, it's not even... I mean, they lost the next week in the playoffs. They probably shouldn't have been hosting a playoff yeah, game to begin with. <laughs> However, that play justified <coughs> at least the Seahawks being there. It's like, no, we've got something special. Yeah, and also, special. like, made his career. Because he was a middling quarter running back in, in Buffalo. And even up to that point, like, he was not... I really still remember good. when we got him from Buffalo. And it's like, this guy kind of isn't he that felt, great. He felt like... Um, uh, I forget. There's a baseball player also that I feel like is the same way. Where Marshawn used to play well against us, but when you look at his stats for the whole season as, as a Buffalo Bill, like he was like, eh, that's like a very average guy. There's a guy also on the uh, that was always against the Mariners, and eventually he became a Mariner. But like he was, he always had his best games against the Mariners, or at least it felt like it. So that's what it felt like with Marshawn. But after the Beastquake, somehow he became better. Also, what's sad about watching Marshawn Lynch YouTube videos is that every other comment on the YouTube videos, you you, you know, you know what yeah, it is. It's about that Super Bowl. Don't don't read the comment section. 
It's okay, Dan. It's about that Super Bowl, man. Got one. You got one. That's the solid that matters. The reason why I started watching that also because I was watching mic'd up stuff, and then they had they had like the referees mic'd up on that Super Bowl, and they were talking to each other. They're just like, "Why would you? You him? give it to the beast." Yeah, one, of, one of the referees like, "You got Lynch. Why would you?" And then he's the, the other referee's like, "I have no idea." And it's just like. You know, on the bright side, we won like right we before won. We that. Won a, we won a Super Bowl. If we didn't have two in a row, yes. if we didn't have that one before, <coughs> that would have been fucking worse gut punch. But we had the one before, and I you know, know what? We still had you, one your team still wins it's the just, championship. Yeah. You cannot. You have no right to complain for like a, at least five years. Five years minimum. You have it's no right to complain. Yeah. Too right to complain. I'm just saying it hurts. It's still We're hurts. at the two yard line, man. With the most dominant With running back in the league, the most powerful guy on the team, like he was dominant. Remember, like he would he would be kind of quiet, and then suddenly it would just. And he he would, spoke with his actions. He didn't need words. And I hate, I hate to say like momentum, but like every time when he would start to come on, like everybody, uh, the rest of the team would just click. Yeah. Oh, uh, I still remember that. That was so. As me, soon me as that God, place, like left, like it was a crime scene. Yeah. Like we were all like, we we're all like, oh man, oh man, did it happen? And we were like, fuck, we gotta go. And we all just kind of hung out for like, like a little bit because they did the Seahawks all started fighting everybody, which is like a thing that that Legion of Boom like team, yeah. like when they were when they were winning, they were they good. Were, they, everybody was all hunky dory, but when they started getting when they, when they would get beat up, they'd get really pissy. They turned on everything, and it was like actually a little bit like shitty. Yeah, because you know. they were always and, and hey, you know what? Never would never want to do it differently because those guys were awesome. It's, that was a great. They were big personalities. Oh, and was I loved, the problem. I loved like and being, the good thing. I loved like. Majority of the time when you'd watch on Sunday or even just read about it on the next day, like, man, they just kicked people's butts. And that was actually kind of fun, having a really dominant team. Yep. Although, sadly, it made the most boring Super Bowl ever. Oh, the the Broncos one? <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is fun, but yeah, there's guys, no drama. You guys deserve to be in a different... Can we just play the 49ers again? Because you guys don't deserve to be here. Yeah, can we, can we bring up an ERP? team come yeah, on like anybody from the west <laughs> you guys are bad that was a fun time yeah because it was just like man we were just kicking so much fucking ass yeah now you know the the dynasties only last so long in football unless you're the fucking patriots and you make a deal with the devil oh. yeah well just really good coaching on that side man i hey not to turn this into a sports podcast ho- this is the hobo the thing about the patriots is that they will make a plan for that team. Yeah. yeah. Most of teams, including the Seahawks, make a plan, and then they just try to fit that team into that plan. We're going to run the ball. Okay, we got to go find a wide uh, running back. Or... Well, we didn't find a good running back. I guess we're seven. We're 9-7 and seven this year. Or, the way I see it, there are some teams that make a plan for one team and apply it to every team. Like, they don't even have an actual yeah. plan. It's like, I'm pretty sure the Rams... Don't have like a team minded plan. They just have a we know how beat the Seahawks. We're going to play that game on everyone. Yeah. The Patriots. The Patriots will do. They're what playing they chess. Need to do with like whatever personnel they have. Like They're I playing was chess. You, Dan. They are the most cutthroat motherfuckers that oh, yeah. ever play the game. Yeah, because Bill Belichick does not care about human life. In his yeah, he'd cut. He'd cut a dude like not even. It's this, like how many big name players come from that team as just gods 
they end up on their team, and they're just nowhere near what they were. And then they can end up back there, like Randy Moss. Because like I said, Belichick sucks the life out of them. For his dark powers or with Edelman. Tom Brady. Edelman. Yeah. When he left the team, he was not that good. Then he went back, and it's like, oh, yeah, Edelman. Because he make, they make plans for the personnel. Yeah. Like, we have, a, we have a plan for the team, and then we fit the personnel around that plan. And it's just like... Like, it's just like, you know, we can change up our plans every so often. You know that, right, guys? Hey, look, this player's hot. Or We don't have to run it all the time. Hey, look, we got... Granted, they are throwing it a lot yeah. more. Yeah. They are throwing it a lot more. Got one of the most gifted gift players in recent memory. Just gonna have a hand off the ball. Yeah. Hand off the ball. Well, you know, in a way it also preserves him a little bit. It's <laughs> true. Ah, uh, so Dan... Preserve that, Russ. Did you play any video games this week? New. Um, I didn't play Disco Elysium. No. I did not play Sekiro, so I did not advance those. Uh, played more Destiny. Um, New season, Destiny. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I feel like also like <laughs> I don't know if I was expecting more. Maybe that was un- unfair of me, but like there was a point last night where I was playing with David and I was just like, "This is all there is to." I mean, there's new stuff. Granted, there's new stuff to grind and. Yes. And I was even playing it at like 1 o'clock in the morning last night. Because I, I was like watching some Steven Universe and mm. I was just like, ah, I want to play something before I go to sleep. Gotcha. Yeah. But I don't want to play Disco Elysium because no. we already went over like, yeah. like you have to be. You got to be right. You got to be locked in. It's a lot game. of reading. Yeah. And it's thinking. also a lot of leading, reading. I don't want to be reading at like 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. Your eyes so I was just hurting. playing Destiny. Doing that, so that, I still, yeah. Doing I still that, will play. Progress those quests, you know. I mean, it's, just a, it's just a season pass. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, no, uh, the new game I've been playing this week is a new early access game called GTFO, baby. Get the fuck out. Aren't you hardcore enough to play First in a hardcore cooperative game? That's what it's called. Yeah. Called a hard, it's a hardcore. The first line on the Steam Store page says, "This game is hard." Like it literally, that's the first thing it says, and you're just like, "And it oh, is." Yeah, I, I, I'm confused. The name I thought was "Glad There's Funny Ones." Yeah, I thought it's all about no, comedies. That's, that's, no, yeah. that's my itch.io game that's coming out soon. It's Twine based. So Glad There's Funny game. Ones. Um, yeah, GTFO is a first-person, four-person cooperative. Uh, shooting game shooting yeah um with some horde mode elements mm-hmm. it's i mean it's cousins are left for dead and killing floor um a lot more killing floor than left for dead a little bit of that uh that warhammer <coughs> uh space hulk game we played yeah it's the same same kind of vein um it's extremely hard though because uh you easily die and you actually um don't have too many resources also, uh, the animations can get janky, so sometimes that benefits the, the enemies, because sometimes they're janky. It's also scary as all hell. Not, I mean, because it's, you know, it's fucking, you die really quick, and it's really dark and stuff. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty fun, because unlike Sekiro, which is you failing by yourself, you get to fail with your friends, fail and, with and your a lot friends. of <laughs> you fail with your friends, and that's Instead more fun. Instead of fail by yourself, yeah. Uh-huh. And a lot of times... Uh, your failures are also like horrific, like oh god, catastrophic. Just, yeah, catastrophic. So incremental. It, yeah, instead of like this guy just blocking all your attacks and just killing you, mm-hmm. it's just like oh god, we just got overwhelmed, and it's kind of fun, you know, in a way. It's like ah. Ha, ha. Um, so what's cool about this game is that they have like a thing that they call the rundown, and that's it's the only game mode. I guess <laughs> I don't know why it's called the rundown, but anyway. The setup the is that is going after Sean William Scott in the, in the forest and the game. Yeah, 
Christopher Walken runs a mining <coughs> village, and then they gotta uh, yeah. So um, it's a series of levels that you gotta complete, and then they uh, are supposedly refreshing those levels every every two weeks or something like that. Like, and then there'll be a different set of levels. So you go through the levels in order. I think there's somewhere you have an option to pick between two levels, and they get harder as you progress. So what I heard of in the last alpha, oh, this was before, on where was this? It was yeah, it was, it was on the rock it. paper yeah. shotgun or something. Yep. So the last the last alpha before the early access test, um, the players in the alpha only one point two percent of players went through the entire got through the entire rundown. So it's a really hard game. So over so the course, beat it, right? You've beaten it, you and Bryce and yeah, and we beat a level of the oh. rundown. We beat the first level. Okay. It took three nights to do. Oh. Granted, we were only playing like about an hour and a half each. Yeah. So and some of that was also learning the game. And we were like, yeah, we like towards the end, we were like almost succeeding every time. Mm-hmm. So it was like it felt pretty good, mm-hmm. right? We were just, I mean, it was still hard. Mm-hmm. We got to the next level and it kicked our ass in like a minute, like no joke. We were going through multiple like hordes and security measures in the first in the first level. The first one it just completely wiped us out. We were at full health, full resources, and just just fucked us up just that quick. Fuck me up, fam. So we did not get the fuck out. You still have yet to get the fuck out. But you're glad there's funny ones. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool. That's a cool game. I like. I like that it's. Uh, it's like super hard failure, but I mean, it's a huge, huge game. With a, uh, I think it's interesting that there is a lot of um, uh, qualifiers for that game, and they're like they embrace it. Where like one, it's super hard. Like, don't play this game if you don't want to play a hard game. Like, there is no not hard parts of that game. It's super hard and frustrating. Um, I've seen it like into like a raid. Like, basically doing a raid yep. kind of stuff. And also, if you don't have uh, friends don't that want to play the game, don't play the, don't buy the there's game. there's no matchmaking. There's no matchmaking right now. There's uh, They have a link to the Discord when you start up the game. So people have been finding a lot of... Pickup groups. Pickup groups that way. I think they want to introduce matchmaking at some point. But, yeah. like, it's just... Like, if you want to play solo, you cannot play this game solo. I've heard of runs of people beating levels with two people. But I have no idea how that works. We barely beat a game with three people. Yeah. Or a level with three people. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool. Yeah, I've just been playing Destiny. And then I just installed some stuff on my PC today. So I'm going to give that a try, I think. And, of course, I think I might. i got to reinstall Witcher 3. i got to put it through the Witcher 3 test. Oh, yeah. There are certain games you you have to use as the litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have, do you have GTA 5? I do. I you should, should do, that. do GTA 5 and put it to the max yes. max. I've been playing GTA 5 recently, yeah. and yeah, that'd be a good game. Especially go down the beach at sundown or sunrise, try and get all those rays. Yeah. You know, you can get, you can put it way beyond, like, it even, like, it's like, it even warns you. It says, don't do yeah, this. Yeah, go to the advanced ones where it's like, you do this shit, you might break your computer. Yeah, I did that once, and I was like, I thought I had to reinstall, because, like, I was like, ah, You angered things. I think they fucked up the I game I fucked much. up the game. The game's fucked up. Um, yeah. Did you get a free copy of Red Dead? I thought you said you were going to get I a free copy. I am supposed to get a free copy of Red Dead with that. I It might be in the box somewhere. i got to look around for it. Um, because, of course... Oh, I have to comment about my uh, my recent PC purchase, gentlemen. Uh, I showed this to Dan last night, or when I got opened it up. But, uh... 
So there's RGB lighting in computers now, as you are wont to get nowadays. You have three remotes? I have three Wait, RGB that's, that's remotes. That's the new computer? That's the new computer. Oh, I thought um, this was your collection. No! This I, is all oh. from my same computer that I, I just got. I don't know about the one on your right, but I know for sure the one on your left. Mm-hmm. That's from a kit on Amazon. I've seen a lot of. Wait, what? Why do you? Ha- what's? What do they control? This one, I believe, controls the motherboard. Okay. Uh, and then there, there is this John's one. Showing us three remotes. This by the way. this one is Enermax, which I'm guessing is the the fans that I bought as an extra add-on for them. Um, I mainly got them because they were a set and they were cheap. So, if you want to see these remotes, yeah. go to Amazon and look up RGB. Strip LED lights. Yeah, this is, the and you will, you see, will see. Look for a white remote with a lot with like twelve different color buttons, and then some like number buttons. That's what you're looking at. And I have a feeling this Raid Max one is for the rest of the kit with the RGB lighting. Um, I only messed around with the the big early boy for the motherboard, um, but it has this. I, I like the the form factor of this one. It fits nicely in my hand. It has a basically what it amounts to a color wheel on on it that you can just kind of put your finger on and move around and have it change the color in real time. Um, I have no idea why it had three remotes, but I guess this is what happens when you get into the scene with those hot PC gaming rigs that you buy from these boutique outlets. Um, yeah. So, also, why is this one so big compared to the other two? Because it's got a color wheel. Because it's got a color wheel. So that's similar to my uh, one for my studio lights. It has a color wheel. Three remotes. One PC. <clears throat> also, I like that the case itself has uh, the power supply at the top, and the um, the exhaust fans are on the bottom, but it's also got... There's a gap in built into the case between the ground and the actual fans itself, so it has that airflow that it needs. Um, I have not noticed my feet getting cold because of air being blown out of it yet, so... That did happen sometimes with my old case. I would feel the air coming out of that case. Um, but yeah, I haven't played anything new. So, Kevin, did you play anything new or exciting this week? Yes. My phone is going. So, I did not play Bug Fables because I realized something. You don't want to play that game anymore? So, a lot of people loved Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door on GameCube. Sure. I did not like it. Okay. So I bought it, I played for about five or six hours, and then I just really felt like you don't make progress. Like, your characters don't power up enough. Like, you could grind as many enemies as you want. They lower the amount of experience you get, because eventually, like, you know, if you keep beating up a level one imp or whatever, you're not going to gain much experience. They did that in Thousand Year Door. When you did level up, you got to pick how you leveled up. And you could pick, do I want more hit points? Do I want more bro points, being what you use for your uh, spell equivalents? Mm -hmm. Do I want more um, item points or whatever they called you to equip different items that would make you a little different? Nothing really made you more powerful. And as I was playing Bug Fables, I realized nothing makes you more powerful. Like, this felt like the Paper Mario game I had been wanting... And then I realized, oh shit, this is the Paper Mario game that people like the Thousand Year Door has been wanting. This is the game that I turned off after six hours. Ironically, I played this game probably about five or six hours. And I reached that same point of realizing this is a perfect game for a lot of people. 
it is not a game for me. It doesn't have the ability to really increase your power enough, and all it becomes is a game of, did you buy enough items? By the way, you can only carry 10 items at a time. Mm -hmm. So did you buy enough of the good item? The only thing really increasing in the game in terms of your abilities is you get more money so you could buy the more expensive healing items. Not my thing. No? At all. Okay. I like a game where if I really feel fed up, like if there's a boss that I'm just not getting the gist of, I could just grind out a few levels and then beat the boss. And then get back to it. I... Instead, played through uh, VVVVVV again. I'd been watching a lot of speedruns recently where there have been a lot of VVVVVV being played. Mm -hmm. The I believe it, uh, Kavanaugh, I forget his first name, something Kavanaugh, who... The Roman terminology is 5555555. It stands for the first initial of everyone on your team. There's Violet, Victoria, Uh Viridian, Vermilion... Uh I forget the other two. Verbinski, Vladimir. Victor. One was Victor. And the last one's like, it's really weird where it's hard to pronounce. It's like, it's like a weird one. But it's a really cool game. For the first time ever, I collected every trinket, so every collectible. Mm -hmm. I forgot how fun that game is. It's really good if you want a very hard, like, splatformer. Because it's a very difficult game. Getting every trinket. I decided I have a running tally of how many deaths I had. I had somewhere around like 330 deaths on this game. 86, I think. Just try and get one single collectible. So it's a hard game. It's a lot of fun. I also, like I said, have been playing GTA V. Sure. You know a nice thing about GTA V now? Versus when I played it like three years ago. It's running on a modern machine as opposed to the last gen of consoles. What? No, GTA V I was playing on my well, current I computer. I, I know, I was joking. What's nice is the Rockstar Launcher, which forces to launch when you play it on Steam. It's actually nice for one reason. Rockstar Launcher has cloud saves you could turn on yes. for GTA V. Yeah. On Steam alone, it did not have cloud saves, mm-hmm. which meant I started that game on my PC in my rec room in my old house. Then I tried playing on my laptop, and then I played it on my new PC. Well, new at the time, now it's sort of old, but it's still good. And not having your save come with you sucked. So it has cloud saves. I just finished the first robbery, the first heist. I'm now playing as Trevor. Trevor's still as problematic as ever. I'm not a fan of Trevor. I... I honestly, I like the Michael and Franklin dynamic, when it's just the two of them, where it's like, Franklin is, hey, come on, teach me things, and Michael's all about, man, I'm out of this, and then gets pulled back in, blah, 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 because that's how it always is, but I like their dynamic, where Michael feels like kind of a cardboard cutout of a character, Mm -hmm. except when he's with Franklin, he actually feels like, hey, he's a mentor. He's kind of a, a guy who's telling him, hey, don't do what I did, but fine. If you're insistent, yeah. let me show you how to do it right it's at a least. a great relationship until Franklin just fucking disappears from that game. Franklin was so good. And then Lamar. Lamar was the best character introduced that year. And he was in way too little of that game. That's why you gotta play online, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but... GTA Five, real good game. I have the graphic settings turned very high on it. Not ridiculous high. 
Um, I didn't go to the custom ones. You go to obscene, but everything else it's turned up to full because yeah. I do have the 1080 Ti. Oh yeah, no, no. I that's... mean, my graphic card. Yeah, my 1080 ran that game fine. I kind of went into a weird place this week where I started looking at like how much is just the best shit on the market because why not? What else am I spending money on? Then I was like, do I really want to spend like 1100 before tax? Because I did find a 2080 Ti down to 1100 Like, they tend to be between 11 oh, yeah. and about 1300 with a few stupid ones being like 1500 with nothing really show for it. I'm fine with a 2080 Super. I don't need to double the cost of my video card because I want the two letters at the end and three more gigabytes of RAM because the machines aren't, the games aren't using that much yet, so... And now the bigger, the more, some of the more complicated games are even telling you how much of your graphics processor they're using. So they, it's like, you know, a couple of years out at least until that thing becomes fully utilized. And, you know, a lot of times you have to ask how much you really need. Like, I've been watching a lot of Big John videos on Twitch because he's a real entertaining speedrunner. Yeah. And the Nothing But Zelda marathon last week mm-hmm. that was him hosting all of it. He has his computer rigs up like his specs up there so you can see what he what uses because yeah. every speedrunner essentially does that. Yeah. His computer, it's a 970. Mm-hmm. Jetta 970 uses and like he'll comment, hey, I, that's all I need to use. He's got multiple monitors for stream control and all of that. If but And if you're not playing, if your monitors don't support higher than 1080p, if you're not running 4K, not even running 2K, and you're like you don't need that beefier graphics card. Yeah. It's only when you start getting into the twenty one sixty, you know, by fourteen forty, the fourteen forty p, and then the four k that you start to be like, okay, I need more graphics processing power for it. So yeah, it's like if you don't need it, it's kind of like I have a ton of RAM in my computer more than I need. I do too now, and it's like. It's cool. I'm kind of future-proof. But at the same time, the future isn't coming as quick as it used to. It used to be like, man, I bought eight gigs for my computer. You only really need four. Or two. Yeah, and nowadays it's like you could buy easily like 48 gig. It's an easy-peasy thing. You're not going to approach that on anything anymore. I have 32 gigs in that machine now. I'm not doing any heavy 3D rendering. I don't need that much RAM. I have 48, and I do not... Need that. Six, like at one point, is plenty. I ripped out a RAM chip thinking I was having some issues caused by RAM. Ironically, it fixed the issue I had, but yeah. not the underlying issue. Yeah. Ripping out a RAM chip. I took out a 16 gigger, and in the end, it's like that did not change. My oh. computer started running again, but it still had issues, but it didn't change anything. No, it doesn't hit performance because. Even if you're running 20 Google Chrome tabs, you're still not making that big a footprint on your memory. Then the other thing I played was Arise, a simple story, which, bad news, it's a horrible game because it's only available on the Epic's Game Store, which, you know, we've all learned means everything's horrible. It is, it makes me think a lot of a Pixar short. You're a traitor. So, you know how Pixar movies are one way, but all of their shorts kind of tend to go less on the dialogue, 
They're more artistic. Yeah. They're a little more to the point. A little more emotional in a short thing. Very artistic, though. They they seem very personal stories, whereas Pixar movies seem like stories that can apply to everyone. Like it's you know they're they're general stories, whereas each of those Pixar shorts, especially some of the recent ones, have like, felt like a personal story from the person creating that short. Yeah, like if you watch Float or Bow or Bow, yeah, those are very personal. So Arise. It has no dialogue, no written anything except the menus. It's not Wunai Davitsi or The Quiet Man with no real menu information. Mm -hmm. But it's a game from Spain, uh, from Piccolo Studios. Piccolo? Of which, if if you want to look up this game online, Piccolo and Arise. That is not the easiest search terms to do. You have to use the extra, uh, a simple story. You have to use the the subtitle because... And even then, it's still not the easiest to look up. Look, no, I mean, I just did a Google search for Arise, a simple story, and it brought up the the PlayStation Store thing as the first, like, box. Yeah, that's about the thing that helps it the most is being on PlayStation. But I have to say the game really good. The visuals are amazing. The music is amazing. Like, it's a beautiful, gorgeous total package. The controls are mostly good, but at times can get kind of infuriating. The game has a real cool time mechanic. So every level, your right analog stick, left on it will rewind time, right on it fast forwards. And you could go anywhere in between. If you hold your right trigger, it'll stop time. So, for example, one stage has a bunch of rocks falling from time to time. Mm -hmm. And if you rewind time, like, you could rewind it so the rock is back in place. You walk over it as a bridge, let's say. So you have a big rock arch. You rewind. That arch is complete. You walk across it. If you continue moving, eventually that rock will fall. However, if you hold the right trigger, you can stop time. So if that rock is in the mid middle of falling and you're on a ledge where it happens fall past, you could pause it and then you jump from your ledge onto that rock. Then you could rewind time and use it as an elevator to go up mm-hmm. or slowly advance time to safely descend. Mm-hmm. And so another level will have it where you're controlling like the sun. And when the sun moves, there's sunflowers that will move their orientation to get the most rays from the sun. Or there's another one where you're controlling the season. So when you rewind time, it's icy snow. When you fast forward time, the snow melts, but water levels rise. And you had control, like, maybe a cave's hidden by the snow, or maybe the water level's too high when it's melted and you'll drown. So it's kind of an interesting mechanic that you're playing with. Sure. You're, the game starts, you're a Viking-looking guy, a Norse guy. You kind of look like Klaus from the Netflix Klaus movie that a lot of people really enjoyed. It's not a bad movie. It's okay. kind of entertaining. Sure. And you start off, you're on a funeral pyre being burned. And oh. then you wake up in a snowy land. Yeah. It's pretty much you're reliving your life. Like, as you enter a purgatory state. And it goes to some very interesting places, very emotional places. Like, it has a lot of that impact or punch of a, a Pixar short. And what it does right, it does really right. And it ends on a very emotional, very powerful, like, conclusion note. Like, just a beautiful game overall. Cool. Total of maybe about four hours long, so it's it's short-ish. It's a little longer than I'm used to saying that's so emotional being. Usually they're a little more succinct. However, none of this really feels like 
filler. Mm-hmm. There's collectibles go through in case you want to go for completion. However, I'm not really sure if I feel like I would want to go through again because what it does, the collectibles are real cool. They're kind of Polaroids or snapshots that you can look at from whatever event is going on in that chapter of the game. So, like the first chapter, oh, just mild spoilers. It's not really spoilers because it's the first 10 minutes of the game. The first chapter, you're a little boy. Or you're looking back at yourself as a little boy who was ostracized by everyone. Like, none of the kids want to play with you. And this little girl comes up to you and kind of wants to play with you. And it's pretty much you meeting the love interest of your life. Mm-hmm. And so as you go through, you get to see, like, stone statues of a little boy and little girl. The stone statues are you during events. But you can also find collectibles where you can see like a little, it kind of looks like a crayon drawing or a watercolor drawing of like you interacting with this girl who became the love of your life. And so as you go through, you get like from the gameplay itself, you see a perspective of what's going on. But the collectibles also give you like a different view on what was going on. So they're real cool to see, but I'm not sure they're worth going back to get 100% because you kind of get the emotional punch already. Getting a little more of it would be cool, but going through it just for it feels redundant. Sure, yeah. But real cool game. Nice. If you're into those Epic Store exclusives. Hey, you want some good news? No. It has been a year, so a lot of the initial Epic Store exclusivity deals are coming to an end. Yeah, Hades got released on Steam. Early access on Steam. Also, Ashen, Hello Neighbor, Hide and Seek. Soon, Metro will come back to Steam for those who didn't pre-order on Steam and are playing on Steam. So if you pre-ordered, you have it on Steam. But if you didn't pre-order, then you don't have it on Steam. And now it's coming to Steam. Mentioned that I played on Game Pass. You did. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. It uh, just kept on crashing, so I stopped playing. <laughs> it exodus out of your computer. It had the exodus. Oh, there's hard drive. There's so many I games. I didn't like those Metro games that much, anyway. Mm. I mean, I didn't hate them. But. Yeah. You know the other exclusivity that's coming to an end. So the Epic Store that's on the PlayStation finally has had the show long enough. So now MLB games will be on the Switch. And the Xbox. Oh yeah, that's starting spring of 2021, so which you, you can play <laughs> baseball games again that aren't RBI. And meanwhile, Stadia made their announcement that, by the way, RBI is coming to Stadia. Nobody cares, buddy. Stadia is like that uncle who's very religious who shows up at like Thanksgiving, and you're like, nobody really wants to talk to you. Now, Stadia is that political candidate when somebody has a radical idea and then they realize that everybody's also clapping about it. Go, well, I'm for uh, healthcare, universal healthcare too. Good, good, good on you. I'm also against racism. I don't have any plans on how to address it, but I'm against it. Okay, it's Uncle Stadia. Good job. Yeah. Can Can you go home? Also, it's announced Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a timed exclusive for PS4 until March of 2021. See, that's they're going to hold on to everything on PlayStation until spring of 2021. Then it all breaks free. 
Well, because they want, uh, you know, because they want the other the other platforms to have the whole mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah. Yeah, they want to get out of Midgar, so you got to wait until 2021. That's when you'll have the... 3021. Oh, God. Alright. Oh, here's some good news. Dan, I know you have enjoyed some MMORPGs over the years. Mm-hmm. So you're ex- are you excited doing? about New World from Amazon? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, it's not problematic in any well, way. Well, there's that too. <laughs> it's set in 17th century where you colonize a new world. Yeah, and you have like <sighs> vaguely uh, conquistador-looking outfits. And you have people on the islands who could be called like stereotypes of barbarian natives. Yeah, it's it's, it's problematic. Um, well, that and also it seems like more of those kind of MMOs where it's not like the old school MMOs. It's more about like uh, you know getting a whole bunch of resources and then crafting, yeah. building, like uh, more like a survival evolved. Yeah, arc evolved, arc survival evolved. So you could trap someone in a cage Dinosaur and they gyms. have to poop and eat their poop so they could die and respawn out of the cage. Isn't that Conan Exiles that had that? I Ark had it. Ark had it also. Or how about Rust, where everybody's just naked and bludgeoning a man to death with a rock? Yeah, you know, if you want to play those type of games, you just play Rust. Yeah. I mean, that's where the hardcore is. Yep. Might as well... Might as well get with that one. But so, I, I don't know. I mean, my brother played it a little bit when they had the alpha. Because I think it's... I think the alpha, like, disappeared for, like, a long time. For most of the year. Because they were reworking a bunch of game. And then, uh... He seemed like, eh... It's fine. It's a thing that is coming out on Amazon. Like, they're actually gonna be doing game. Well, they've had their supposed game studio for, like... A couple years now, I think. It's been a while, yeah, and... So. Yeah, I, I didn't make that connection until I saw somebody say the whole New World thing. And I was just like, oh yeah, that is kind of fucked up. So there was, a lot of, there was a lot of game news this week for sure. There was the State of Play, which had some stuff that nobody was... The only exciting thing I would say that came out of that, and this is not for me personally, but they, taught, they did announce the Resident Evil 3 remake. Dan, I remember you... Didn't you have a pirated copy of that? Resident Evil 3? Yeah. I don't think so. No, he didn't? Okay. I don't think I've ever had a copy of Resident Evil. Okay. If, in, if somebody, somebody had it in college, yeah. it wasn't me. Okay. I, I only ever have bought one, two... Four. I never bought oh, four. Oh, no, you rented we four. We rented That's four. Right. Four was rented. Uh, I think I have five on my computer. Yes. That's the only Resident Evils I have. I never played six, because it just looked like five. And I didn't... I mean, and I, six I liked, was Bobby six Garbage. Six considered and, to and be I liked, terrible, yeah. I liked five because I could play co-op. Yeah. I wanted to get two Which I've on the, on the PC, yeah. but I just haven't gotten around to it. Just... Yeah, we're not the Resident Evil crowd, are we? You, I mean, you played a few of them, but uh, you're not... Early like... on, I, I liked those... Did like... you play Code Veronica on the Dreamcast? Yes, I did play Code okay. Veronica. I just I just didn't actually buy it. Yeah. Like, I liked four a lot. I just never actually bought it. Well, you beat that in a weekend. Like, you you freaking... Yeah. You powered through that Evil game. Two. That was, the, that was the, the Bellevue apartment with the... 30-inch Insignia HDTV yeah. that was 5,000 pounds because it was a CRT. That was also the apartment that, like, always, the, the power would always go. During my barbecues. Get fucked up because yeah. we'd have too many computers. Too much hooked up and not enough circuit breakers. No, yeah, I mean, I like I like those games, I guess, theoretically, but not, not in practice. Uh, I really don't, like, those games are fun to watch, but it seems like... 
perfect gentle. That's why I, watched, I enjoyed watching Dan play through four. I was like, that looks cool, but I don't want to play it. Poor Gambit. So, also, crossplay is coming Minecraft on the PS4, finally. Yep. As well as Mortal Kombat uh, 11. Which is going to get a different Joker who doesn't look all that much different, but doesn't quite look like Party City Joker. Yeah. Um, other thing during that PS4. Last their state of play was the the Waypoint staff's uh, love affair with Kingdom Hearts three that Remind DLC getting announced. I listened to the clip of them reacting to it and was very it was cracking up because they were seriously losing their goddamn minds as that trailer was playing for them. Um, and then there's yeah there's a bunch there's a couple other things but nothing that seemed like it was super. Exciting. I mean, Goose Games coming to the PS4, but it's also coming to Xbox and is also part of Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can play that through your subscription. I think it's this week coming up that it gets released. So how about Nintendo's stuff? They had Indie World, which was all a bunch of good stuff, I think. There are some cool-looking games for everyone with this. Yeah, Dauntless got released on the Switch, which Dan and I have played during its very early access period. Um, that seemed fun enough. It was just, but it was very... It's not Monster Hunter. No, it's not It's not it's Monster Hunter. It's just not Hunter. Monster Hunter. Yeah. And we're going to get a Monster Hunter expansion it's, in about a month. Yep. So, not going to play Dollar. Um, let's see. There's going to be Axiom Verge 2 coming out fall of next year. That was the Just One More Thing, which Tom Hack came on and announced. It's also it. the game that uh, I actually have to play through at some point, because... I played it and then I just kind of fell off. I did too. Same here. I got to <laughs> well, I got to a point where I got lost and I was just like, I don't know where to go. Uh, that game got just very circles, like yeah. going back and forth, and I'm just like, where am I? What am I missing? That game felt to me a lot like either the original Metroid, yeah. which you could get lost in that mm-hmm. easily, yeah. or it felt in a way kind of like Bloodstained, where Bloodstained at certain points it's like. Where where do I go to get a picture? How do I fucking do this? I've got the picture. What do I, I do? I got with lost it? in like some like it seemed like a special zone, and then it got all like glitchy, yep. like on purpose and yeah. stuff. And then I was just like, feel like I'm not in the regular game because the map wasn't updating. Like so, I was like in a special place for like like an hour and a half, and then I died and I got booted out of it. And I was like, fuck this. But yeah, yeah. I but think we cool. can all agree because I think we all played it. That the best story to come out of it is that we're getting a sequel to, to Golf Story. Sports Story. Yeah, that'll be cool. Golf Story was such a great game. Such a great game. Um, I want yeah. more of that shit. That's like a game that like you never think about until somebody brings it up mm-hmm. or you like get reminded of it, yep. and you're like, "Yeah, that was really good." That was like one of the best games I played that year. That for year. Sure. Yeah, it was like yeah. Thinking about it now just makes me kind of want to go back and boot it up True. just for. I saw like, the trailer and I was like, I was watching the trailer. And I was like, "Yeah, I should play more of that golf story." I beat it and I just I loved it so much. That was such a great game. It had a great. It had a cool story. It was not too long. The mechanics worked really well. They did some fun stuff with the golf like mechanics of it. Some of it got silly in all the perfect ways. Yeah, some of it was almost too hard. <laughs> yes, it, it did there get challenging. There were some super frustrating parts. So, like you know, I remember looking up a couple of the the trickier stuff on the internet, and being like, "How do I do this?" And they're like, watching a guy show you know actually hit the shots right, and I'm like, "Okay, I can do this. I can do this." And then not doing it for ten minutes and being like, "Fuck this game." But then coming back to it and finally getting it. And of course, the sequel we've all been wanting to Tony Hawk, where you could play as a bird 
It's coming. I oh, I did play a bunch of demos. The I played the Keeley uh, the the game festival demos. Most of them. The Keeley festival. Yeah, the, the Keeley, Keeley fest. Um, I did try out Skatebird. The demo was very limited, so I don't get a. I didn't have a great sense of what that is, but it is definitely a. It's Tony Hawk where you play as a. Except you can't use bird. the D pad for the controls. It seemed like. Oh. Yeah, that was my that was my takeaway. I I get 3D games. Analog stick is made for them, but certain games okay. I want that D pad. Like when I played SSX, the first one on PS2. I love that game. The D-pad was so good for it. And then I want to say SSX Tricky made it where you had to use the analog stick. I could not play that game. Like, those sports games, those extreme sports, like the whole boarding type of stuff, D-pad is so good. Yep. Because you want that precision control. Yeah. No, that's, I, I mean, that was that was my biggest takeaway from that particular demo. So, but yeah, it's cool to see that they're doing, they're going to release that on the Switch late 2020. So that game's still got a while to, ways to go. There's also Gleamlight, which is Gleam. from the... Is it Gloomlight? Gleam. Is it Gleam? Oh, I thought yep. it was Gleamlight. No. Gleamlight. Oh. It's from the studio that did Bloodstained, and it is a game where you play as a sword. Some people were getting angry on Twitter about that game, saying that they, they were like, this people. is ripping off Hollow Knight. It's like okay. people getting angry on Twitter. What next? It's just un- irrationally angry about it, of course. People irrationally angry on Twitter. What next? Uh, you know, because there's such a there's that there's one of those communities built around that game about Hollow Knight because it's it reminds me very much of the Dark Souls com- fandom community, like the shitty fans of that that series who was like, "Who oh, fuck you? You you can't play it on hard. Don't play it at all." It's like I'm sorry. I'm just going to say. The thing, there's no hard in Dark Souls. No, there's just Dark Souls. The thing that ruins more things for me than anything is the fucking fans. Quote, unquote. Fans. Communities need to just... It's kind of like, I love Undertale, but holy shit, both the anti-Undertale and the pro-Undertale sides are unbearable. It's like, if you don't like a game, shut the fuck up. And if you do like I'm a game, towards that game... If you do enjoy saying, don't keep it. Let people enjoy it however they enjoy it, and you could come together and enjoy some parts together, maybe disagree on some. Who cares? Yep. I have to say Super Smash looks intriguing. That's already out. I was, I've mentioned this. That's actually already out on the Epic Store. So oh. If you want to try it out, you can go pick that up now and play it. Um, but yeah, they said mid-2020 for that one? May. May, yeah. So I, I, I looked at the trailer and I was like, hey, this looks kind of nifty. Um, genre mashups? Yeah, genre mashups. You can like roll the dice and see what you get. Um, he, I mean, the, during the trailer, the guy actually shared out his favorite seed. He was like, hey... Do this one. This is my favorite. So it seems like there will be a way to share stuff that you come across, which is kind of cool, I think. So if somebody, does, like if you know, if any of us do play it and we find something cool, we can actually say, hey, we'll try this com- letter combination out and see if you like yeah, it. Yeah, here's so, my seed. Yeah. Um, my seed. Boyfriend Dungeon, which is from Kit Fox, makers of Moon Hunters so and Shrouded been Island. development for four years. They've been they have been on the promotion train for that bad boy hard. I'm part of the yeah. Kickstarter backers for that. Like, yeah. date your sword, take it in on, on adventures in dungeons. Sounds like it. I think it's going to be a fun game because they do really good with that style of the dungeons mm-hmm. mashup. You know, because Moon Hunters. Yeah. No, and that, that also had a fun trailer too. So. And then um, here's a fun one. Developers have had a had a full boyfriend. And the composer of Ace Attorney are teaming up to make a Picross visual novel called Murder by Numbers. Yep. 
That's a mashup. Murder by number. Get it? Because it's Picross. Because it's Picross, Dan. Numbers are involved. We're going to chat with each other. Yep. And Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, which just keeps coming out randomly from time to time on different things. I feel like there's 500 Oddworld games. Yeah, but Stranger's Wrath has come out like a dozen times. I can't tell between one or the other. Stranger's Wrath was the third-person shooter slash first-person shooter. Where you could turn into like an armadillo It was, the, it was an original thing. Xbox exclusive. That was one of the big things about it when it came out. Yeah, and you, it's a shooter. Like you have guns, pistols. It's like a Western almost. Yeah. That's um, coming to the Switch next month. All right. Well, let's run through the other series of trailers and announcements, which was the Keeleys, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm just looking at this Verge article here, listing the 12 biggest announcements. Because there was a lot of trailers in it. Um, but of course... The biggest announcement that came from the tra- that is that the League of Legends people are are hiring other developers to make games. Yes? No? Nobody? Oh, okay. Or there's the old news from like a week ago of the League of Legends people had a $10 million settlement that they're waiting for a court to approve or not to pay all the women who have worked for them that they have completely fucked over. Yes. The Wolf Among Us 2 is coming. From the, the original known as Telltale. The Ashes. Supposedly there are some original sure. team coming, but at the same time... Uh, also, that didn't feel like a need to continue. I played through The Wolf Among Us. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's a complete story. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like The Walking Dead where it just went... Okay, and now it is uh, Clementine out in the wild on her own without leave. Yeah, yeah, what I mean, happened? We, we, you talked about the game when you played it on this podcast. Yeah. So, we, you know. It had a very good, like, it's a good story arc. Yeah. It concluded. You don't need a sequel to everything just because. They bought that brand. They're going to they're gonna crank out stuff on that engine uh, as long as they can. Uh, but unless they do something with that engine. Or just build something new from the ground up. This is probably not going to do much in the way for anybody but fans of the series and the original game, maybe? Also, it it feels like, at one point, Rock Band and Guitar Hero were ruling the world, and then that type of game Mm -hmm. ended. I really feel like the Telltale Time, Mm -hmm. that style of game, I don't know if it fits in the modern age. It feels like it's done. Yeah. There's a new Fast and Furious game, guys. Finally, the game based on our favorite franchise that we all deserve. They are calling it a team-based action game built around heists. GTA Five? Yeah, that's really GTA just... Online. Well, they did have you know Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel come out and announce the game, so you know it's got that cachet. And they look like they loved being. Oh yeah, <laughs> we joke about Vin Diesel quite a bit. You know that guy. He's trying to connect with the kids. Tell him he's one of them. He's one of the nerds. I'm sure he's sincere, but he always just seems fake also. Yeah, that's the hard I mean, thing. Like you, you want to... Think, they all seem fake. Yeah. Even Keanu does, but Keanu does has... He's got know. a twinkle in his eye. Reading that enough interviews with Keanu, I get the sense that he's... he's all not, right! He's not Vin Diesel level of like having people on set saying that you can't punch him that many times because he's got to come off looking tough. Yeah, the recent years have not been kind, kind to, to his Vin, Diesel. no. Vin Diesel's uh, macho-ness, as it were. So, Dan, I know your uh, your favorite thing from the show was the Ghosts of Tsushima trailer. No. 
No. Why not, Dan? Why they 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 announced a release date, right? No, they didn't. There's no release date. What? They said they said summer is not a date. Summer is a season. It is? Oh. Or a person. Like, oh, yeah. It could be a name. Yeah. It's not a date. Fuck that game. I'm out. No release date. This is the last year of the generation. Fuck off. Yeah. This is a fucking Twilight Princess bullshit and Breath of the Wild bullshit. They're gonna Fuck push off. It, they're going to push it to, to console launch for the P- PlayStation 5, and it's going to be available on both PS4 and PS5. Yeah, fuck off. Call it, right? Is that the prediction Fuck now? off. Yeah. And there's less gameplay than we fucking have ever seen. Yeah, there's that, no gameplay. That, I, was it the first year they showed it off where they had that long Not demo sequence, year. or was it the second? Not first year, but I don't remember. Wait, so... But they have shown gameplay. You act like when they have shown in the past gameplay, then they don't show it, and things are vague. It's like things could go wrong, but when I think about games like that, I think of games that have done great, like Anthem. Anthem, there's some gameplay, (coughs) weirdness on release dates, and that game came out and is Game of the Year 2019. Five dollars at any of your big box retailers. Now. No, you know what that game. Anthem. What Ghost of Tsushima feels like? What is it? The Order something. Eighteen sixty six. Oh yeah. Sixty six. Yeah. Yep. That's what that game feels like right now. Like a big old. I co- don't actually think that's a, that's a very enjoyable game. Big old cock tease. That yeah, just I wonder because yeah. like initially you look at that and you're like, oh, is it like Souls and Sekiro where it's like an action adventure thing and you're going around? And then I wonder if it's just cutscenes like that Order eighteen sixty six. Is it? Is it, is it Metal Gear no... Solid level of cutscenes with very minimal gameplay. Yeah, well, I mean, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Say what you say, but like they have a lot of gameplay. There's but a I'm, lot of gameplay like, in that. That the, their cutscene levels, but only, but even less gameplay, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm saying a game that's like not really a game, but just mostly like a series of of you're getting to the next cutscene. So it's Death Stranding. Yeah, or I mean, and it's and it's like it's not even fun game mechanics to play through to get to the next story thing. It's just like it's yeah. Anyway, so, fuck that game. I'm so out. we were talking about the the uh, no longer looking forward to that game. The uh, the new game from Brendan Green, Player Unknown, and you had mentioned that you thought it might have been a play a PUBG thing related to the universe. Apparently, it's not. Oh, it is a uh, it, the game is all all we know is it's called Prologue. Um, that's about it, and the, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Prologue that. Unknown's, uh, Battleground. It was like 15 seconds, and it was like, there was some yelling, and a first-person view of something, and then that was it. And it had a website, so apparently he's working on something else. Hey, it's gotta be far along if he has a website. You gotta have a website. The studio working on, who may Bravely Default, is making a new game. It's called Bravely, Bravely Default 2. I really wanted to like that first game. Octopath Traveler is a better version of that game. Here's the problem with Bravely Default. So it followed the same plot as a lot of Final Fantasies. You get the four crystals. That You know what? Like we said earlier, there's only so many stories. If you do a trope and you do it good, that's fine. Here's the problem. Bravely Default. You get those four crystals and you learn... Okay, so it's pretty much... You go to a town... Then you go to a dungeon, then you go to town, then you go to the tower, get the crystal, back to the town, go to a new town, to dungeon, to that town again, to tower, back to town to wrap it up, go to the next town. And you keep following this cycle. After four crystals, you feel <coughs> like you are good. And then you learn... The dark crystals. There are 16 more of those fuckers. Sweet. I was 20 hours in yeah. when I had four of them. Yeah! And that's when I said... 
Another fuck this. Ready for another eighty? Do it. I like my RPGs have a good story. Story is my carrot. It drags me along, like in a good way. That game did not have a good story. So when you told me the thing going for it was the mechanics, which were kind of good, it's Final Fantasy V style, you know, job system, all of that. But when you say there is no story and those mechanics are supposed to drag you along for another like hundred hours, eat a dick. Fuck off. That game pissed me off. I also love how Bravely Default 2 is the third game. Because Bravely Bravely Second second was the second one. Instead of Bravely Third, it's Bravely Default 2. Yeah. All right, boys. Take your shots. Take your shots. Are we going to be talking about the the sex box? There's one. Or the butt X? There's another. Xbox sex? There's three. Dan, you got any got any zingers you want to throw out here? Oh, the Xbox Series X. Yes. Oh, that's another. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, no, that's so the. It's a bad name. I, it's fine. Agree to disagree. That is the most iPhone as bullshit. Come on, John. If it was called the PlayStation Series <laughs> X, like you would, you would be like, "That's a stupid name." I'm not looking at it like you're looking at it as the official name for a specific piece I, of hardware. I'm just going by what they told me. Like and it literally said, fine. "This is called yeah. the Xbox Series X." If that's they, fine. If they want to have that story that it's a series of products. Yeah. Like, that's another thing, but they had a whole 30 seconds to do that. You know what didn't help? The day before when they're hyping up, the name is going to reveal what it does. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah, that didn't No, but what is... I mean, so the name reveals what it does. No, that's that's a dumb statement. I agree with that. That's a really stupid statement. That was like... On Twitter, is like, you're hyping us for some revolutionary name. Well, I'm not, I wasn't hyping. Uh, yeah. yeah no, they're trying to I think that's, I think to that's hype. hyperbolic. I wasn't, I was like, it's going to be a dumb name. Yeah. I like the jokes, though, of, oh, so it's Xbox Money? Xbox, it's designed to make money. That's Xbox what it's Mid-Tower for. Tower PC. PC, yes. That's the, that was the fob wash joke, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, yep. It, that, I mean, to be fair, the pictures of that, the device, it looks I mean, like it's a Mid-Tower a, PC. Yeah, um, of course, at the same time, we're at a point where, unless you're a Nintendo console, yeah, you're they're PC. they're just PCs. Yeah, and you know what? You could keep. There isn't much to hype anymore because it's no longer like, oh, now we have the share button or something. Because yeah, share button's been done. Yeah. It's not like oh, now we have Connect because we're not doing Connect. Right. It's we just have a more powerful console. It's got a better hard drive. It's got a better GPU, these, a better CPU. Yeah, these, it's going to look better. That's what, yeah, no, and that's the thing. I look at these now. I mean, PlayStation's going to PlayStation. They're like, we've got our brand. We just put a number at the end of it now instead of a year. We'll just put the, the number afterwards. But they're just like any other consumer electronic, like your phone or an iPad. Like, they don't say the iPad 6 or 7 or 8 anymore. It's the iPad from the year that it releases. I think they should be telling that story then. I, I get their it. advertisement. Yeah. This was just a simple reveal, though. This isn't, I, like, the whole story Okay, about it. but, I mean, sure. But it's also the reveal. Like, when, we'll say, when, when are they going to do it then? I, that, I don't know. I it's, can't answer it's, that. It's, like... I, I mean, I would like to know that if that's what they're if it's called the Xbox Series X and that's the name of the product line and like the and like the first one you'll buy is called the Xbox Series X Scarlet or Anaconda, which is crazy because or... that's like four words. Like, it doesn't roll off much, the tongue. But that's fine, whatever. If that's what you want to do, but like, okay, but like, I mean, you have to like, it's your product launch. Like, there wasn't much in that in that video that no. 
I mean, other than well, this is what it looks like, and this is what it's called. Yeah. And that is powerful. Yeah. I mean, because those aren't, like, real games that they were showing. Like, that Halo game, that's not real. No, the Halo only game. thing that was done in-engine on the device that they were talking about was the trailer that they showed for an actual that's going to be on that system. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, that does, I mean, that doesn't say much anymore because, no, no. like, it's just a powerful PC. That's yeah, yeah. That. that's but all like, it is anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I... They're I mean, all just more powerful PCs, yes. and they're now all aiming for backwards compatibility because they're, like, it's... Literally, this is the Xbox One XX. This is the X version of that. It's more powerful. It's just we're going to keep making more powerful things that run the same architecture, same general design idea. We're using same general controller idea. They say there are some improvements or whatever. But if you buy, from what I understand, if you buy the Elite Series 2 mm-hmm. Xbox controller, mm-hmm. it will work Currently on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and it'll work on your PC with yeah. Windows 10, yep. and it'll work on the Xbox Series X. Jesus. God, I fucking hate they these names. <laughs> My tongue hurts. No man. They gotta, they gotta clean up that. Like, I'm I just mean, maybe in the end it doesn't matter, but it is the fucking like because the Xbox yeah. controller is called the Elite Series, right? Well, the Elite. This is the Elite V2. I forget if it's Series or if it's Elite. Series. Um, they do have a name of some sort. It might be Series or something like that. Because I was actually looking at one the other day. It's a great controller. I, I mean, you know. Stupid names aside, that no, we're not talking about yeah. how they operate. No, That's no, I, I far guess, beyond yeah. what what we're talking about. I'm talking about this is like it's it's becoming a marketing mess. I like Nintendo, with the exception of Wii U. Nintendo has always done a good job of making sure their names they stuck. I don't have so according to like they're many, not always the best names. According to our official but site, they stand out. Xbox's site, it is the Xbox John's, Elite. John's job, not our yeah. as an in infinite yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my job. <laughs> uh, the Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series Two. So it was what the official title is. So the Elite Series Two. That's the controller for the new Xbox. Oh, no, series for the X. old one. Oh man! But it'll work on the new one, John. I hey, mean, is, Dan? It, is that not crazy? Dan. Dan is the Wii I've U. Seen just as ridiculous naming conventions. I'm not talking about all. other things. Okay, I'm talking yes, about it is a silly it's name. crazy, I right? It, because yes. it's called the Xbox Elite. What what is it? Xbox Elite Game Controller Series Two. Wireless Controller Series Two. Oh. Xbox Elite Wireless Controller <laughs> Series Two. Hey Dan. And the new console is called Xbox Series X. X. Is it not Elite? Is it better than the One X? No, is it not Elite? I want the Elite thing, because I want the Elite... I have the Elite controller, Dan, I want the Elite system. I have a serious question. The Wii U, is that tablet add-on for the Wii, or is that the... Is... Don't worry about it. You're just going to buy a Switch in, in four years. You don't need to buy <laughs> And we'll Wii put U. all of the the we'll Wii U exclusive games, games, we'll port like, them. Outside of Virtual Boy, this is just going to be a mulligan. <laughs> That's what the Wii U was. It was just a mulligan. It was... A sh- it was... It was Fun ideas, not. It's a been good a couple decades since we fucked up. About it we fucked up like two decades ago. We yeah. get another one. Oh, we do. All your best games are now coming to a platform people have bought. Yeah. So I just, it's just crazy, but like, oh, okay, sure. So I'm, on one hand, what they did show with Hellblade Two, with Senua's Saga Hellblade Two, looks really impressive, just like you should expect for new hardware. 
That one left me confused because it seemed that was a game that did not need a series. That's what I was thinking. I was kind of annoyed because it seemed like I didn't finish that because, fuck, the emotionalness of that, I mentally I was hurting playing that game in a good way. Like, that game was really well done of approaching mental health, of approaching a lot of psychological, a lot of trauma. I mean, since and, they are making a new game, I just hope that they tone down the combat. Like, like That combat sucked. Cares. The combat was not great in that game. Yeah, That's yeah. not what you were there for, for sure. But um, it's like, do you really need... I don't. Think I will so. say I am glad to see that Ninja Theory is got has got multiple games being yeah. developed currently. I mean, I um, I think it's I think Hellblade Two is just is a function that was it, it sold very well. Yeah, I I, I didn't very think well. it, I didn't actually honestly think it sold well until I like yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, oh yeah, it must have, it must yeah. have sold really Although, well. Like, I'm not sure, especially how, for that caliber for that of caliber of developer. Yeah, that's I'm, what I mean. Like, it's, I'm wondering how well it sold or got out there because some of the responses I saw were kind of hilarious here's something i saw on kotaku this one comment was just so great the balls in sony's court microsoft now has an answer to god of war it's like that's not that that's game. not what dude people are dumb yeah okay i guess well, that trailer yeah. scared the, the bejesus out of me when she started like talking in that weird voice i was like mm. i mean that's one of the scariest games yeah Especially when you play it the way they recommended, which is with like headphones and darkness. And one thing took me out of it on that trailer. So that's creepy as fuck, but her teeth are too nice. Her teeth are really nice. Wouldn't it be fucking great if they went for Prince of Persia Sands of Time 2 on this? No, for that you have to watch. Wouldn't this be fucking great? You have to uh, you have to go play or look forward to the Dark Alliance reboot that they're doing. The Bond. Well, I actually didn't actually see that. Oh, the trailer. Okay. Hold on, I, I gotta. Yeah, it's. Um, I have to find this trailer for you. So I played back to back for Bree Hellblade's trailer and then the Hellblade two trailer and Bree is just like, what happened? Because, like, Hellblade, the original things. trailer is that voice like, You've lost him. Yeah. Are you going to find him? You are hopeless. And then all of a sudden, it's, blah, 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 blah. it's like, what What happened? That was a rough game. Here you go, hold on. I got headaches from it because it was so you gotta heavy. To the music in this fucking trailer is... Alright, Dark Alliance trailer. Hell yeah. What the hell? So, Headshot City... Just so you know, in this game, you are playing as one of the four companions of the Hall. Drizzit, Bruinor, Wolfgar, or Caddybree. But this is the fucking music they chose with this trailer. Is it 2005 again? Did, did, did I time travel? They also decided to use GoPros to shoot this trailer. Because all of the shots are like what you would see in a GoPro video. But yeah, that was wait a GoPro. So the shot, the trailer is just all shots of like the main characters with like what a, a GoPro uh, position in front of their faces. Real extreme. Yeah, it's oh my god. Is the made music. By Bioware. No, this is uh, they should. The developer was on stage, um, but I, I it wasn't somebody I knew known about. Um, because Baldur's Gate is a Bioware thing. No, it's just a D&D. Because it had the D&D branding as yeah, the, on the front of it. So. But yeah. That so, was... 
if you want something with a inappropriate trailer, though, Wait, did they say what the Dark Alliance game it's is? It's going to be a four. It's co-op, like a like a left for yeah. It's four person, so each of the people oh, like is, a Left for Dead thing. That's what it reminds me of. Character based and yeah. I don't want to play that. No. I mean, I want to play a, a, a action adventure or action RPG. If it's first person, I'll play that. But I don't want to play a, a thing where I'm running through missions. It might be first person, and it might be like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I don't want to run through missions. You know, uh, right now though, could they really bring that type of game back? Because I mean, right now we have like Darksiders Genesis, oh, which is fucking great from what I hear. Like uh, Vermin Tide. Vermin Tide. That's what I'm thinking. Is, eh. as well. Yeah, but, but they, that trailer like, just Vermin Tide a lot. They could just, just gave me the most eh vibes. They so could bad. just go with Dark Alliance style though, because I mean, like Darksiders Genesis know, is yeah. doing really good right now. I've heard nothing but good about it. Oh, that's an action RPG. I don't yeah, know, it's a top-down like it's a gauntlety Dark Alliance style action RPG that could be two-player at once if you want. And Jason seemed like he was fine with it, but there were problems, like the because pl- it has too much platforming in it apparently. Because it plays like a Darksiders game, but it's oh. isometric, so like there's a lot of jumping stuff in it that's kind of weird. And I mean, you know, it's the I've never been a Darksider. I played a bunch of the first one, never finished it. That's about as far as I can go. First one had a problem where you didn't recover health yeah. all that well. So if you're playing on normal difficulty, it wouldn't be bad. Except you're in the middle of a dungeon and you just have to keep grinding guys to farm health refills. If you want something with a great inappropriate trailer that they know it's inappropriate and they're doing everything right, Freebird, the studio, or I should say developer, behind um, To the Moon, A Bird Story, and To the Moon 2, they put out a trailer for their upcoming game that just looks amazing. It's coming out the end of 2020 to the Moon 3, or in, they're calling it Imposter Factory, has the best inappropriate trailer possible. Because Can Gao, the you know main dev of yeah. all those games, he is great at making these trailers that kind of make fun of the games while just having fun with it. But that game's going to be really good. They showed a trailer for No More Heroes 3 at the event that didn't really show anything about the game, but it was... It was a fake trailer for another game, and then, of course, Travis Touchdown showed up on his motorcycle. Get ready to shake your your Joy-Cons to charge up that laser sword all over again. I don't know what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I never get into... I never played No More Heroes. Like, yeah, I don't know I who Travis get Touchdown is. Are you describing... I know the name. I know his name, and I know he had a laser Zane sword. Zane Malik. He had a laser sword They had to jack off the Wii with to charge it up. All I know is he sounds edgy as fuck. Which they should have had that. Yeah. The, the dark yeah. Hot news from today. Apparently, Outer Worlds is getting story DLC next year. Makes sense. I kind of feel done with that game when I beat it. Like kind of, we all did. I think we were all I like, kind of feel I'm, like good. I'm okay. If it lasted any longer, I don't know if I would have finished the but game. But maybe when time comes that they release it, I'll feel like dipping back in for a maybe. little bit. So you know? it depends on what it is. Yeah. So they were able to fix, there's a bug in that game, of the dead companion glitch, where your companion's alive, but it treated your companion as if they're dead. The thread on how they found this was the perfect example for everyone who just does the whole, you know, if there's a glitch in the game, they should just patch it. Lazy does. How they found this glitch, how they had to analyze it, what it actually was, was 
brilliant because it had to be your companions were dying in a place where they could not take damage because of how they were permanently recognized as dead but wouldn't be actually dead. It's happening in a mode where they should only die permanently in the hardcore equivalent mode. And they determined the only way it could have happened is if they were on the ship. They also had to be falling from a high enough height that they would die from the fall. But there is nowhere in the ship that they could die if they fall. So they found if they're, if you talked, they would freeze whatever action they're doing. So if you, if you happen to talk to someone while someone was climbing a ladder... It was an action to stop climbing. Climbing was essentially a free action. So they couldn't actually stop climbing. Yep. And they'd keep climbing. Climbing forever. Until your dialogue ended. So they would climb above the ladder, and through ever. the roof of the ship, continue going up through the and ceiling. Ever. And then when you ended the conversation, they would fall from hundreds of feet down. To their death. And they'd die. But then they'd come back to life immediately but the game treated them as as permanently dead because the only time they could die normally would be in combat and in combat except in hardcore mode there's always a a flag set saying hey as soon as combat ends bring them back to life but there's no combat flags and on the ship so it couldn't bring them back to life but their health would come back to life because they're on the ship and can't take damage It's always a fun thing when they talk about bugs and how they have to wash. Yeah, seeing, like, the method to determining these things, because it's essentially unraveling, like, a huge puzzle. That It's like a murder mystery where you only have a couple clues. Speaking of which, uh, my my job got shouted out on the Beastcast this week because of uh, Alex Navarro's Rock Band 4 Troubles. I don't know if you listened to that part. Um, That was kind of funny, listening to them talk about previews and preview rings. And stuff, known issues that Alex Navarro is having, and saying that they're working, we're working on a fix. I just, I felt tickled. Was this tied into that issue where every time he restarted the game, you had to have it load for like an hour? Yes, that's what you get when you have all that DLC. Yes, he's got a lot of it. He's got like almost all of it. Yes. So one other thing. So back in August, the gaming industry was having a very strong Me Too type of moment. Which led to some toxicity, as well as some people being, I hate the term, canceled. One person kind of escaped through it. So Ben Judd, who was um, like the CEO of uh, Danjin Entertainment, which is a publisher of a lot of Japanese indies that get brought to the West. He was also a, a, one of the people on the board of BitSummit in Japan, so he was very influential in the Japanese indie community. And he did a lot of very bad things. Mm-hmm. A lot. Both sexual harassment level, sexual assault approaching, blackmail, jokes about uh, threatening people with uh, nude images he had of them. If you look up some of the ta- uh, text, chat, uh, text chats that he had with people, it goes from cringe to fucking illegal in a hurry he was shouted out back in august also dan jen was accused of a lot of mismanagement where some of the indies that they were publishing were not getting their proper royalties um there was one indie that when steam was having a golden week sale in japan they need the publisher to submit their game to steam to get as part of it 
And they told Danjin, they're like, hey, we need you to do this. Danjin said, no problem. A week later, they're like, why are we not on this sale? Because they did not go through what should have taken five minutes of work to submit it. A lot of issues like that. Finally, it sounds like Ben Judd has been fired, brought into a position where he has stepped down as CEO. But he also got let go from another, like one of the other positions, I think. So, uh, and also, uh, Danjin co-founder uh, Nayan uh, Ramachandran will also be stepping down in a way as a full-time employee after they had a anonymous client suggest he might have been personally responsible for mishandling an account or two. Yep. Um, he will, however, continue to be a freelancer for the company. Um, there have been medium posts about uh, how bad Ben Judd, as well as Danjin, has been, where the company has been able to force them down. They have been able to force tweets that have called them out down. They have a lot of power and influence. But but the internet's forever, so you can find all that information looking in various web archives or all of this. I only really came across a bunch of this this week because I was trying to look on the Bug Fables uh, message boards on Steam. Is there any... Do you ever progress in terms of power? I kept seeing things about, is there a way by Bug Fables where it's going through, like, the developer directly? And it's like, what's this about? And it's like, oh, they're Danjin. They were published by Danjin. Yep. Real shitty situation... If you see somebody being bad... See something, say something. Yep. Yeah. I tell that people Stranger all the time danger. at work. See something, run away. Okay, then. At work, we have, like, this Flee whole thing. Flee in terror. <laughs> and scream your head off as you're doing it. Yeah, fucked up. Fuck them. If fuck you see people guys. being shits, yeah. take them down. That's why we have guns. But, no, too far? Too fuck. far. Too far. Uh, One step too far. Report them to the proper channels. There we go, yes. Okay. Don't trust cops. <laughs> Oh, fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck, fuck. Let's wrap fuck things police. up. Kevin, what fuck, are you going to spend your next week playing? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, you know, there's a game where it's all about fuck the police. Marvel Puzzle Quest? Pokemon Go. Okay. Is, is it? Is there, is there a holiday event going on, <laughs> Kevin? Is there, you trying to get some Could Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed? I'm trespassing. Fuck the police. Have you? Pokemon. Fighting the power with Pokemon Go. Ever watch Pokemon cartoon? Mm-hmm. Ever notice? All, Where's the cops? All of the cops are identical to each other. They're clones. Yeah, robots. It's kind of like Nurse Jenny is the clone nurse everywhere. I forget the, the cop. Her name, I think she's sisters or sure. twins okay. to Nurse Jenny. Yeah. She is identical everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking trust that. Fuck the police. So they're going to end Pokemon saying it's a dark dystopian future um, that you know, or post-apocalyptic, and the only thing left is the last kid, Ash Ketchum. And everybody else is weird demons or amalgamations of other people. And your, his best friend is a talking animal that is magical powers. I just want to say, some of the Pokemon, the more I read from my Pokédex on Pokemon Go, some of them are fucked up. There's this one, your mask. It's a little ghost thing holding out a mask in front of it. The descriptor of it is like... These were living humans until they died. They now carry a mask that looks like their face used to look in life. What? Yeah! Pokemon! Gotta <laughs> catch them all! And then My best they evolve into this this big sarcophagus thing. 
And it says, like, I forget what they're called, like, sarcophagi or something. And it says, uh-huh. like, sarcophagi oh, waits for a bad. grave robber comes along, and then they trap them in their body. Sounds like fat gum. Pokemon's fucked up. Pokemon. So Pokemon Go? You know what's really fucked up on Pokemon? While we were playing, I got a notification from the app saying, hey, we're going to have a thing going on where all of your eggs, because you could put an egg yeah, in an yeah. incubator, then you walk so many kilometers to Pokemon hatch it. Go for like a week. It's, and and it said the Harry Potter game. all kilometer distance for eggs is halved. Not if you have one currently in an incubator. Motherfuckers. And then I got a notification while we were doing this that said, hey, you only have like an hour left. They expect me to run like a 10 kilometer egg that I just put in when I woke up this morning yep. and have that done so I could then have another one cut down. Yeah. To fuck, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Fun run. <laughs> that ain't fun. Running is not, not fun. Running is not fun. So oh, come on. I'm going to oh, play more GTA 5. Cool. You can run, I, you can run some kilometers. I've been trying run as much as I can, trying to boost up my stamina. Like, since I know how to play the game a little better, I knew first off, if you only had to go like a short distance, just run at the start of the game, boost that stamina. Might as well get over with. And then also, as soon as you get a new character, the first thing you do, ammunition with a gun range. It takes no time to get your shooting ability maxed out at a gun range. Your other stats are harder to raise up all the way. But the shooting, you go to a gun range with Franklin and clear everything, go through each type of shooting, you know, obstacle or challenge one time, you are almost full. And then you just pick one that's fun, like the shotgun's kind of fun, where you're shooting multiple targets at once, and you do that like two or three times. And you're done. You're full. Then you take, you know, Michael, you do the same. Then Trevor is far from one with a shooting range, so it's like, whatever. Also, fuck Trevor. Like, he's... Pokemon? He's not a Pokemon. Dan. Oh, you're my best friend. In a world we much defend. Pokemon, you're dead people's faces. (laughs) It's creepy as fuck. Pokemon. Teach me and I'll teach you. You grave rob me and I'll suffocate you. In a world we much much defend. What what's gonna be? What are you gonna try? Are you gonna try and play anything else other than Destiny Two this week? Uh, I would have wanted to play. I wanted to play Get the Fuck Out this weekend, but uh, one of the one of the people I play with got the fuck out of town, so th- that's not gonna happen. Uh, Destiny. I mean, I've become very close to playing Disco Elysium. Very close. Real close. One of these nights, it's gonna, you're gonna roll that dice, and it's gonna be like, all right, let's do it. Oh, I mean, I guess it did play more children and more. To, that's a good game. Yeah. That's still a good game. All the all the characters are fun. It's worse than your mask, spirit Pokemon. Each of them carries a mask that used to be its face when it was human. Sometimes they look at it and cry. What is the po- what? <laughs> Dude, Pokemon? Is the is... South Park correct all those years yeah, ago? Yeah, Pokemon. And number one, you can't wait Cof- to go. Cofagrius. <laughs> Cofagrigus. Um, grave robbers who mistake them for real coffins and get too close end up trapped inside their bodies. Man, you know, I haven't watched the South Park for forever, and I don't care to. No. And it seems like sometimes their politics are very too much, like, both sidesy. Yeah. And stuff, and sometimes they're just like, I'm an edgelord. 
But man, that Pokemon episode oh, is it's still so, so good. funny. Because it doesn't seem it wasn't trying to be political too. It was just trying to be something silly about a consumer thing like Fr- phenomenon. Right? Frost lasts. It said that on nights of terrible blizzards, it comes down to human settlements. If you hear it knocking at your door, do not open it. Pokemon fucked up, man. Pokemon. <laughs> so fucked That's up. That's what Hellblade 2 is about. You should watch the trailer. It's oh, you haven't watched her. No, it. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Like the oh, actual, it looks like because we know the first game. Like there were parts of that game that looked really good, but then there were the other parts that we talked about, like the the ground textures and things like that, where you're like, oh, I see where you had to cut the corners. But this game, like all of everything they showed, looked very good. So, uh, I'll probably play. Yeah, Disco Elysium. Ah, that was like a game I wanted to play. Maybe not. Goose game on Game Pass. I might try the Goose game. <clears throat> oh, yeah. If it's on Game Pass, I'll probably play Because it's only a couple hours long, so I should be able to knock that out pretty Goosey quick. Goosey Goose. Yeah. Cook that Goose. I'm going to, you know, test my new PC to its limits with the Untitled Goose game. Oh, I did really like the Bunsen and Beaker sketch on on the Game Awards. I know not a lot of people in the audience liked it because it was not for them. And there were a couple parts that were a little too... But the actual Goose Game trailer thing they did was very good. Yeah, you gotta wonder who's the, who in the audience was really. Like, if you're under thirty. Yeah, that's not really your thing anymore. Are those people. Yeah, it's sad. Muppets are great. Mm. I appreciate a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Millennials. Mm. Freaking Grimes doesn't appreciate him. I know that's for sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was telling Dan. I know because I was watching the the because she performed. Because they announced a bunch of like weird stuff for the Cyberpunk tr- 2077 t- track. Um, and I didn't know... Uh, the only thing I knew about Grimes, and this is after the fact, like I remembered that... Because they showed Elon Musk, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I know her from. Because yeah. she's going out with Elon Musk. And then at the end of oh, her yeah, performance... Yeah, at the end of her performance, they fucking cut to Elon Musk in the audience. And I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> Fuck off. Although... Cybertruck and cyber Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love what Romney Ishmael did mm-hmm. off of that really bad tweet that Elon Musk had about we're living in a simulation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you No, the games don't... Games only render what you see because if they tried to render what you can't see, it would just... It was so... It was the dumbest tweet. It was like when a... A teenager thinks they're being philosophical and uh, deep, and really they're just sounding like a shit. Your college, you got your mm-hmm. first philosophy. Took that class. philosophy one on one class, baby. Yeah. I know everything. You, uh, you ever heard of Nietzsche? You heard of you finally? Okay, you read Nietzsche and Hegel, and then uh, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, Berkeley, and then you're just like, oh man, what if the world isn't really real? Have you ever thought about the cave? By the way. I won't read this Pokemon. Instead, I'll just show you. Look into the... <laughs> well, all Pokemon are horrifying. Miltank. That one has nipples. Is that an evolved version of something? No. Okay. What's Milt- the evolved version of it? It doesn't evolve. Oh. Yeah, I thought no. all Pokemon evolved. No, no, no. no. That's some bullshit. Miltank gives over five gallons of milk on a daily basis. Its sweet milk is enjoyed by children and grown-ups alike. Now, you're probably thinking, what if I'm lactose intolerant, right? No. People who can't drink milk turn it into yogurt and eat it instead. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's <laughs> all lactose intolerance. <laughs> it's still milk. It's 
always a pleasure talking with you two here about things in what the world. The, what's the nutrient content? Because mammals make milk to feed the babies. Dan, the FDA is not in the Pokemon world. Well, it should. It does not exist. You know, if you probably mentioned that to Trump, he'd probably think it was a real thing. Probably. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a happy Pokemon. You know, the, the, the Pokemon milk, we're, we're losing to China every year. Okay. $30 billion, our trade deficit. You know, electric rat lightning can't melt steel beams. We have decided to put tariffs on Pokemon. Only the classic 151 original Pokemon. The uh, later Pokemon are still tariff-free. Only Gen 1 Pokemon? Only Gen 1 Pokemon. Evolved versions, uh, you'll have to file, file a, a special exception. We here's here's some good Pokemon. No. Alright. No more Let, Pokemon! Togetek is said to be a Pokemon that brings good fortune. When the Pokemon spots someone who is pure of heart, it is said to appear and share its happiness with that Sorry, person. Sorry, it's not Digimon. I don't care. Digital Digimon. 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 Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, gentlemen. We gotta go. And then, of course, there's Problematic the Pokemon. Oh, that's just Japanese stuff. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Popo is still a problem. Japanese, they don't really see what blackface is. Goodbye, everybody. Which is problematic. Say goodbye, Dan. Neither do Americans, okay. it turns yeah. out. Yeah. A good portion of them. Oh, I want to call out Watchmen. That was very cool when Vite, when he saw... Oh, yeah, that was actually like, hilarious. When he goes, oh, yes. um, it's... It's 2008. Yeah, maybe like, that was, that's, yeah, in the 80s that was okay, but like now it's called appropriation. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That that was well done. <laughs> that show's still excellent. Oh, man. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Nope. Only one episode. I have no, no idea, idea what's going to happen. No idea. I am hoping they don't lost it. I don't think they're going to lost it, because that was a network show, and Lindelof didn't have full control on that, and apparently, like, Leftovers, like, didn't, like, skimp out on that stuff, even though I never... I watched, like, three episodes of the first season, and I was like, eh. But this show is actually making me want to, like, go back and maybe watch Leftovers. I never watched it, so I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. You know what I'm really hoping? So this show was Spoby Jetta miniseries. It's Spoby a one I and done. That. I don't want more. I don't. Yeah, what I was going to say is, do not continue it. But if you want to have something in this world completely separate, like Meanwhile in New York or, or they something, do the Minutemen. Yeah, mm-hmm. or fuck, jump ahead in time another thirty years and see what happens. Then. Show us American hero stories. Mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to go for that motif where they would have the American hero story play throughout the the, the season. Also, but they, they fucking hire Regina King to oh, yeah, something to else you. immediately. And even the I guy, need more of her. her and, yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy playing Cal. Yisha something. I forgot what his real got, name is. Yeah, I forget. Did have you read any of the interviews about when he found out who he was really playing? No. One of them was great. He's like, I didn't know until like the fourth episode when they they told me what it was. And I was like, I better hit the gym because I'm going to be naked. I know it. Going to be showing that schlong. <laughs> there's a lot of schlong. Uh huh. That guy packing. Yeah. There was the there was the scene where he's walking into the the yeah. Arctic stronghold. That guy packing. Like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable because it's really cold and that he had no shrinkage. No. I just like. <laughs> Vite having like no real reaction. It's like, 
what was he? He's like, um, he's like, of course I knew it was you or saying like that. It's like, yeah, you're the only one who walks around naked like that. Yeah. Yep. Well, he would be the only one there. And two, you're yes, you're one. naked. Yes. Got it. Everyone else wears pants. Dan, take us out. Uh, pants are Go. neither alive or dead. Okay. They're merely the same particles. I took an atomic isotope, put it into a box with a pair of pants. Are the pants alive or dead? The world may never know. Schrodinger's pants. Never alive or dead, the same particle. Mm-hmm. Dead body and live body, same live body. Bye, everybody. Good I'm night. Watch me. Good luck. You know what we don't need? A show of just a comedian doing bad things, oh. like a CIA guy. Because we already have that show. It's, it's called Jack Ryan. It's called Jack Ryan. On Amazon, right. on Prime Video. Don't watch that. Don't watch That's it. a bad show. Every time I see anything from that, I haven't watched it. But anytime I see the, the promos or whatever, because I do have Prime Video, yeah. and I'll see pictures of them, I keep thinking, what the fuck did Dwight do to <laughs> Jim to get him that pissed? He broke him. Just like you've broken me in this podcast. Whose terrorist, what terrorist is he going to take the stapler from and put in a jello? First season is passable. Second season is offensive. That's the like an actual affront to human American decency. Yeah. Oh, you know what I learned that was indecent? I had no Which idea one? a month and a half ago, only a, about two months before it should be premiering, they canceled Cloak and Dagger before the third season. Like, in, oh, yeah. at the end of October, they just went, oh, yeah, it's canceled. This is the only time I wish I was keeping up on all those Dis- uh, Disney DC shows. Because yeah, yeah. that sounds really fun. So, actually, uh, we have been watching it. I don't know if it's a case of it's not that good in general, or if it's coming out the same time as Watchmen, where it's like, this is how a show's done right. Also, they keep wasting all of the good stuff. Like, Kevin Conroy was cool. But meanwhile, like Burt Ward, they literally had him for one line for five seconds. Because Burt Ward sucks. It's fun. He's like... That's my, that's my hot take. He, he said, holy... like Toledo. Batman. No, he's like, holy red wave of destruction! And then he died. In a w- red wave of destruction. Alright, bye everybody. Kevin, turn it off. Now. Done. Shut it down. Bye. Burt Ward tried to...